that's hate speeches and it's hateful conduct. That's bizarre. It's almost like this hurts your stupid propaganda arm of BLM. Donald Trump, he's got to be arrested right now. Somebody call the Capitol Hill Police. Ruh-roh. Nobody's buying the Paul Pelosi was totally attacked by a Donald Trump supporter trying to insurrect him through the rear door. Welcome back, everyone, to the Pubcast. It is now open. Welcome all the Pubcasters, and let's welcome on the entire Salty Army as they're joining us tonight. As we are anticipating the Salty Cracker, Salty himself joining us at 7.15, just 12, 13 short minutes from now, he will be joining us to be part of tonight's show. And of course, uh, let me go ahead and introduce our wonderful host that we have here tonight. Joining us tonight, as always, is Tom from America Floats. Ahoy! We have Abby Libby from Conspiracy Pilled. Hello, fellow magas. (laughs) And of course, we have TJ from Conspiracy Pilled as well. How's it going, Frank? It's awesome. I'm glad that you guys are here. I'm glad everybody's joining us tonight. I'm rocking out my salty merch tonight. Blammo! because that dude is amazing. So I'm glad you guys are here. Of course, we're on avocado time. He'll be here in about 15 minutes uh, or 13 minutes or whatever that is. Uh, So in the meantime, we got a couple uh, quick stories we want to touch on before we dive into all the things, uh, Twitter files and the validation of President Donald J. Trump. Now that Elon has been digging up all the bodies that have been littered all around Twitter. But first, we got to do this to you guys. We have to do this to you. Tom or PJ, do you have that video? It's, it's a, yeah, this is a humiliation <laughs> ritual to get you guys initiated into the Last American Pubcast. I will admit, I have not seen this clip yet myself either. I've heard of it. I've seen it around. I've not actually clicked on it. So uh, here is Hillary Clinton carpool karaoke. Let's check this out. To karaoke. I am the way. <laughs> <laughs> For, for Hillary Clinton, sorry, anyway. <laughs> Comet pizza, to be specific. Of emojis uh-huh. are useless. Oh, I strongly disagree. <laughs> I see reasons to use them. Are you going to run for president? This is the perfect show for me to finally answer it. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I'm uh-huh. sorry we had to do that to you guys so early in the show. Roar! That's the worst thing. It's not oh. the clip I was hoping for. I was hoping for the one where they go off the cliff. <laughs> but hey, I'll take the opportunity now, since I have the mic for a minute, to just let you know, we, PJ and I, will be looking out for the, all of the different uh, super chats throughout the night on all the different platforms. We will be picking the top three and then asking your questions of Salty, because I know not everybody gets their questions answered. A lot of people have a, a curiosity or a thought for them. And so this may be an easy way to get a couple questions in. So we're going to look for the best three if you want to get your questions in in a super chat form. Yeah, and we'll address those at the last three minutes, last five to three minutes. Uh, he'll be on with us tonight, um, and we'll make sure we get those asked on you guys. And as always, the 
last call will be extended tonight. Uh, so that way we can have time if there are plenty that come in. So that way we have time to answer all of you guys' questions and thoughts or conversations you guys want to have with us. But wow, we had a lot go on this week with everything with Twitter going on right now. Elon Musk and the and the <clears throat> burying of the bodies, or not burying the bodies, actually exhuming the bodies from the around Twitter headquarters there. And Tom had an interesting theory as we're going to roll into this with uh, Elon Musk and why we ended up, uh, why he ended up purchasing Twitter. And now he's made uh, looking for child exploitation the top priority. Tom. Yeah. So uh, Elon Musk has already made the big announcement. Everyone knows CSAM, which is child sexual abuse material, is the number one priority for removal on Twitter. That's Elon Musk's stated goal. He said that they've been working around the clock to make sure that that is the goal and that they're attacking it. 44,000 different accounts that were sharing in CSAM or child porn uh, were removed in just the last like couple days since the article that I'd read. So my thought initially was maybe Elon Musk is a, a, a personal touch for that. Maybe he's a, maybe he was molested. Probably not, but maybe he is a little bit closer to kids um, and he's got nine of them and wants to protect them maybe more than your average Twitter user or celebrity. So I think maybe he was kept away from some of the CP and realizing, I mean, Elon Musk is not an idiot. He knows that Twitter is a great way to end to end send things with DMS. It's an instantaneous uh, messaging system and platform. So he knows, Hey, you could also put CP on that for that reason. Put a pin in all that three years ago, Elon Musk during the cave in where all the soccer kids were stuck halfway around the world. Elon Musk got into a little spat on Twitter where he had offered his help. Someone else said, ah, oh, this dumb American, we don't need his health or his help. He was going to restore faith in humanity in helping these kids come out of the cave. You remember the story a few years ago, a guy that criticized Elon Musk, Elon called a pedo guy. And the reaction to Elon just saying, oh, maybe he's one of those pedo guys as a little off the cuff insult. The reaction he got was way worse than the insult itself. So my thought was, if Elon knew, hey, I'm catching a lot of flack here, maybe I'm over the target. And maybe because he tweeted it, he saw the manipulation of Twitter attacking him for opening up the pedophilia claim. I wonder if he saw Twitter as a potential ven of uh, a den of vipers for pedophilia. Yeah, it's, it is interesting. And, and uh, it's funny because Jack has been trying to argue with Elon right now, saying that this was uh, something they were taking care of before. I just want to bring up this tweet, too, because we all know that it, we all know that it wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. And there's this tweet here where uh, Elon says it's a crime that they refuse to take action or child exploit uh, to. Sorry, it is a crime that they refuse to take action on child exploitation for years. Jack replies, "This is false." And uh, I love Elon's response. He's like, "No, not on, dude. No, it's not." When uh, Ella Irwin, who now runs Trust and Safety, joined Twitter earlier this year, almost no one was working on child safety. She raises with Ned and Parag, but they rejected her staffing request. I made it top priority immediately. Um, I just, <laughs> I just like that he's just like, yeah, I'm not taking your crap, Jack. Like, we, you, you let the ball slip on this one. But I think yeah, it's well, maybe theory maybe too, Jack um, was saying it's not illegal. Maybe Jack was saying, hey, this is false. It's totally fine that we did that. Who knows? Yeah, and this rolled right into this right here over on Twitter. This was today with uh, him interacting with uh, Eliza. Is that her name? Did I say mm-hmm. that right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. It says, I think I may have found a problem, Elon Musk. And this was a tweet from Yoel Roth or Roth. Can high school students ever meaningfully consent to sex with their teachers? What? Exactly. Uh, Elon says, this explains a lot. And then he says, looks like Yoel is arguing in favor of child 
children being able to access adult internet services in his PhD thesis, which he provided right here. So these people, I'm never applying for a job with a thesis ever again. (laughs) Having, having family members who work in the, in the penal system. uh, The one thing they'll always tell you is that there's no smart people in prison because uh, criminals never can keep their mouths shut. And that's what I'm seeing constantly. We're seeing this with uh, all the Balenciaga stuff. Now we're seeing with Joel Roth. They have to talk about how much they love uh, to exploit children. They just can't keep it off the internet. And it's just, it's crazy. It's like in a, in a PhD thesis. I don't know. What's your thoughts yeah. on that, Abby? No. Oh. oh, sorry. Go ahead, Frank. I saw, I thought, I thought Go ahead, Abby. The other thing I saw is that they were, when child porn was reported, they would take down the post. So they would take action and leave the account up so an account that they knew was actively they had had eyes on it they took down the post left the account up meanwhile people like tom people like me lost entire accounts for saying just basically true things well hey yeah, like joe biden sure. is a pedophile i got booted yeah. for that and yep. this is why there they got go. so angry with the word groomer being posted all over uh all over twitter it became one of those words that i'm sure they flagged to automatically take down people's uh twitter accounts or post there's there's some gradation here though. Let's let's be honest. Like they were sharing CP, sure, but they weren't saying that. Um, what's her? I just totally forgot her name. Um, Ellen Ellen Page is a woman. At least they weren't saying that. Mm. You know, right? I mean, at least well, they weren't like yeah, dangerous, I mean, dangerous misinformation. People. Yeah. So you know, if you look at the members, terrorism. If you look at the members of the trust and safety team too, if we look at the the people who were responsible for the child safety, wasn't one of them the niece of a Podesta? It's John Podesta's niece and the yep. other, Pode- like, uh, whatever the other Podesta's son or uh, daughter. He could be a son. But the point being that Leslie Podesta, working at Twitter, was in charge of CPE. And I just, I got to imagine that she's just helping them hide it. Yeah. Being uh, tied facilitating this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. What, no, better way to, what better way to spread it than be the one in charge of, of cracking down on it? Yeah, I, I just want to point out a comment really quick. Someone asked if they missed Salty. Salty's uh, coming He's on, on in three, three minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, we've, oh, we've announced it. It's always been 7.15, guys. We've always said for the like the last 10 days, it's going to be 7.15 that Salty comes on. Wait, the what time was it, Tom? Is it 7, <laughs> 7.20? Have I missed it? Abby, oh, and Libby's got to go off to night class. I forgot. Abby, have a good night. <laughs> How's your spelunking been, by the way? <laughs> My spelunking's been great. It's just given me like a killer lung infection. <laughs> Splunking in caves in China where they've got those weird bats, right? Yeah, it's bats. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bats. near a lab. Was it near That's why a they lab? call it spelunking. Yeah. <laughs> it was near a lab, but it was definitely the bat that was 700 miles away, Frank. Come on. Yeah, yeah, Come exactly. On. How dare you? Let's not, be, let's not be conspiracy theorists here. <laughs> hey, while we uh, are waiting for Salty to jump on in a few minutes, take the opportunity now, like the stream wherever you're watching. If it's on Odyssey or Rumble or YouTube, share a link wherever you're watching it on your favorite social media or go boost one of the major uh, many posts that any of us have made that would help us grow the stream. So I, I do see another uh, thing keep popping up in chat. People keep saying that's salty time. So people are saying seven twenty five. We'll see. We got some other stories we can get to if we're if we're waiting on him. But because um, yeah. I know we want to talk with uh, salty about the <laughs> the whole Twitter files, whole and... Twitter files thing. So I don't want to get into that too early. But <laughs> <laughs> bye, Abby. <laughs> bye. It's been great. <laughs> great get her out of here can we get uh can we get uh what's her name back on <laughs> well here I, I, we can we can look at this for a minute if we need something to talk about oh hey we didn't we, we didn't a, plan on anything we ha- we have a super chat over on rumble first one of the night oh, awesome. oh nice what's hey, hey Cra- cracks and jackson says hey frank tom abby cave dweller and pj base, base. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. 
Cheers to that. Cheers. Thank you. So this, this is what I had pulled up. This is the archive from Washington Post saying some of Hunter Biden's allies, which who are they, by the way, are making plans to go after his accusers. And this was originally said, it said the his false accusers. They had to take false off because, you know, it's not it's not false. So some of his this is what I'd said earlier. um, If you are strong, you don't care. So you can appear weak. If you know you're weak, you try to appear real strong. This is the Biden's trying to appear real strong. Yeah, I like how they had to take false out of that. You think uh, video and photographic evidence maybe made that uh, a little hard to sell. So, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, salty time. We got avocado time. We have all kinds of Californian time. Oh, salty just comes in on his own time. He comes in with his blammo alka bam. <laughs> Is that do it right now? <laughs> let's, hear, well, let's hear salty do it for himself. We got salty in the chat right now. So. Kaboom! What's up? Yeah, oh, there it is. Kaboom! <laughs> hey, everyone, what's going on? Hey, man, yeah. welcome, welcome. The salty army didn't believe in you. They thought you were going to be here at seven thirty, seven forty-five, something like that. So that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excited to have you here, man. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. How's Absolutely. everybody doing? Good. I'm doing fantastic. I got some great merch in the mail today, so oh, I'm very wow. excited. What am I? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, PJ's drinking. I am definitely jealous. <laughs> it's a pubcast, man. I know. I know. Oh, no. Oh, God. Everybody's drinking. I'm not no, drinking. No, not everybody. Oh, man. I'm a teetotaler right there with you, Salty. <laughs> What's going on, Tom? Yeah, I got to uh, – I'm trying to – told the Soul Queen I'll, I'll take a couple months off of the uh, the booze as I'm I'm eating everything else in the house. So I'm trying to <laughs> – I was like, if it ain't moving, I'm eating it. And she's like, well – Let's let's knock the booze off then. I was like, ah, fine. <laughs> Are you trying to go up a weight class too? Because I I heard you ripped some studs out of the wall. Oh man, I wish they were studs. It was these weak <laughs> these weak Home Depot wall anchors. I was all excited. I was like, oh look at me. And then I was like, oh no, these are like cheap plastic pieces of crap. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get trying to get thick. I'm trying to get healthy. Dude's in the gym. He's out pumping some iron now. <laughs> oh man, every day. I'm addicted. I'm addicted. <laughs> well, that's good, man, because we, we, you know what you need now to go along with all that pump and iron? Some mini chainsaws. Yeah, mini chainsaws. <laughs> oh, man. Mini chainsaws. The, uh, the, um, the, the Rumble people have been very awesome to me. Uh, they great. have. That's awesome. Well, you're just getting into our main story that we were saving for you when you were coming on in, talking about the Twitter files that were released uh, this this uh, yesterday and, of course, all through the week and how everything, you know, obviously Trump was right about everything and what they were doing on big tech to silence conservatives, silence him, and go after all of these movements. And we just want to kind of know your a little bit of your thoughts on this as, as we get going in this uh, topic. I think they're releasing some right now, too, by the way. They're releasing yeah. some tonight still? Yeah, number I think I, I, yeah. Number four, I think is drop. I think they're mid drop right now. Did you guys hear Bannon this morning talking about it? No, I missed that this morning. The um, he had a very interesting take on it, and he was explaining how you can you can see. So, if you're paying attention at all to what's going on, you could see how the deep state that totally doesn't exist worked to oust Donald Trump. And there's a lot of parallels between how they did it in Washington, D.C. and how they did it on Twitter. It's the same exact thing because it's the same exact players. And what they're doing is 
with these Twitter drops is just not only reiterating what we already know, that the the deep state, the corporations, these uh, globalist actors were working to oust Trump, his own administration, his own his own people. But they're they're dropping the actual receipts in the correspondence. See, they don't got the the um, well, they, they might. Who knows if these idiots were dumb enough to do it on Twitter through DMs. But you don't have the actual interactions between these uh, these rank and file people at the CIA or the FBI communicating how they're going to screw Trump over. You got some of that with the FBI, with the Peter Strzok information. But now you have a Washington, D.C. satellite outfit in Silicon Valley, in California. And you can see how this apparatus is all intertwined and how the same function that was going on in Washington, D.C. with the same type of people, these, these elites and these globalists working for an agenda to overthrow America, were doing the same exact thing in Silicon Valley. But we got their, their, their text. We got their, their back and forth. We got their slack. We got these idiots who don't know anything about computers are all just sitting there. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll just I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna just type up this treason and send they it. Thought they thought they thought they wiped it with like a yeah. with like a a towel. Off. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And so, they clearly what's happening is a a plan that's unfolding for the rest of us to see in slow motion. It's painful for for those of us who've been in this area mm. to go through this because we already know this. But it's important for for the normies out there to understand. It's important for the receipts to be shown. It's important to see the the messaging and all that going through and all of the work that they were doing. So much work going on behind the scenes in Silicon Valley to steal an election. I don't want to get you guys in trouble. <laughs> 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 no, fortify an election. You didn't say which one. You didn't I say which say, one. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking about 2016 still. That was, we were still allowed to say that one stole. Yeah, yeah. Every election was stolen <laughs> yeah. except 2020. It was just like this magical moment in time where you just got it exactly right. Yeah, but you could just see they're, 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 they're releasing this information to show people that we've got a gigantic national security apparatus that General <clears throat> Griffin – Alex Jones, all these people who are conspiracy terrorists have been telling everybody about, and you're watching it unfold. You you got the it's like the uh, the releasing of the Stasi files, yep. while the uh, Berlin Wall is being chipped apart. So this is this is an incredible time to be alive. Oh it, well, it's not happening. I, I I turned on CNN today, uh, salty, and they said it wasn't a nothing burger. Oh, oh, well, never mind then. Everything I said was stupid. Never mind. Don't worry about it. No, 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 no. Brian Stelter is my, my, my uh, number one source of news. It's not. He's a reliable source. <laughs> it's it's not just them. Yoel Roth says it's not happening. Look here. He says definitely not meeting with the FBI, I swear. So, I mean, yeah. let's – come on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> That's the same dude that was complaining about not being able to get uh, bang high schoolers. I mean – Oh, I saw yeah. that today. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. It all makes sense. <laughs> yep. You know what makes uh, a lot of sense is I finally figured out why that Sam Brennan guy is always in dresses. Dude doesn't take luggage anywhere. He just picks up luggage <laughs> at the airport now. <laughs> on the go wardrobes of other people. Yeah, he opens right. up one and has like a, stra a leather straps and paddles. He's like, well, it's going to be a fun weekend this weekend. Frank's become a dog rapist <laughs> apologist over here because he's like, look, look, Sam Brinton didn't actually dress like that on purpose. It's just he had nothing with him. Like, yeah. this guy's poor. He just picks up whatever luggage he can get. Like, you can't actually knock him for his dress style. Like, it's not his fault that the luggage he picks up happens to have, you know, this crazy 
bright blue lipstick and some <laughs> high, red high heels. And uh, and then I said, I think that I think that the whole dog thing is even his fault. He just ended up getting a doggy bag. He should have realized when it said, you know, bad bitch on the doggy bag <laughs> <laughs> on the luggage that it was for for the person's dog. But you know, it's not good on picking well, up on context. That's that's how he got the job. He's <laughs> friends with Hunter Biden, and Hunter told Joe, "My friend is real good at securing the bag." He didn't know what that meant, but he was hired on the spot. <laughs> Cat cactus. The pedophiles work on the other side of the office. I don't talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what I was thinking. I, yeah, I was coming up with this whole uh, crazy conspiracy with that. <laughs> Oh. You're just you're just a fan of Matt Damon. And you don't like to see his name be dragged through the mud. That's what it is, Frank. <laughs> but you got to think like it's he's terrible. a guy who who at least believes he can get away with anything. Like he is just at a level where he's just probably trying. Like, oh, I wonder if I could. I mean, up to this point, has he been wrong though? Like he's no. literally gotten away with everything. Like this exactly. guy he's can still post. He's still employed. He's still employed. Exactly. And he get away with this too. Like that's what's so frustrating is like I I I've just become like a little bit blackpilled on anybody actually getting any jail time because you can watch Hunter Biden, you know, post you can see pictures of him having sex with his 14-year-old cousin. It's like, yeah, but you know, we have to go after the accusers. We, we you know, it's we're not sure maybe, you know, it was it was a Russian hack. Like it doesn't matter how, like that's this story here. It's not, you know, the fact that he's banging his 14-year-old cousin. It's the Russian hack is the story. <laughs> how are you guys still on YouTube? Oh. What's <laughs> You don't know. Whoa. <laughs> hey, it wasn't. Well, I mean, I guess her, her feet is her. Yeah, you're right. Going right for it. Nice. Right in. Feet first. I'll never eat M&M's the same. That's what I'll say about that. Oh, those were, I thought they were Skittles. Either way. Yeah, no, no, no good. <laughs> they were the mini M&M's that you get. I was, little... I was corrected. Oh, I thought they were so Skittles, much. too, because I... I the verb the verb was skittle dicking his his niece, but now it's apparently not skittle dicks. It's Eminem. I was wrong. I made a whole song about it. So, thank, thank you, Tom. That was, that was nice. is that on your SoundCloud? Your, your SoundCloud rap? Profile? It's on Odyssey. Yeah, you can find Odyssey. it on Odyssey. It's on Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Yep. Bandcamp. Yep. It's Gosh, called it's called Hunter was a thing. Crack Rock Star Biden. Because <laughs> we all just want to be big crack stars. I like it. I don't know if you're joking. I actually want, is there an actual song? Cause I want, I, I have a song it. called Hunter, Hunter, Crack Rock Star Biden. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I gotta, I gotta listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What were you drinking there, Salty? Is that a Coke? That's just Dr. Pepper. Ah. Yeah. With, with... You were, all of you guys were wrong, by the way. <laughs> we're all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if I drink for every single super chat, I'm going to be lit by like half an hour <laughs> in, you guys. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So, what was that question we wanted to ask him that when we uh, we were talking, Tom? Wanted to well, ask him. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, PJ. Jump I was in. gonna say we were, we were talking about steak because that's what got us in trouble last time. Was asking people how they like oh. their steak prepared. <laughs> but no, it's just a joke. We're good. Oh okay. <laughs> we, we don't want. It did know glitch out for a second he, there. How he likes his steak? No. Did you see that uh, story about a? Uh, about the uh, Project Veritas, where they exposed the that super that superintendent. It was the dean of education, dean of academics in Chicago. Yeah, I uh, I didn't watch the video, but I I read the the articles about it because I don't know my soul is being chipped away by listening to all of these just open and out pedophiles. But again, you know, in California, 
just not shocked by that type of stuff because these people they don't hide it here i don't know in other parts of the country if if these uh these pedo enablers are a little bit more undercover about it but they real open about it in in this place but yeah they uh the, uh, the different sex toys that he wanted little children to be around. Uh, arrest this person. Arrest. This is why I think it's so important that we, at, at bare minimum, we got to start taking back these sheriff positions because how is that not an arrestable offense? You, you've got uh, sex toys with small children. That's a, that's a clear arrest for me and an investigation to, upon anybody who's totally fine with that. Cause that's, you're just insane. Yeah, no, fair point. It's, when are the sheriffs are going to get activated to take care of things like that? Because it's not, it's happening. If it's happening there in these, in these areas, we see it happen in Chicago. We see it happen in Pennsylvania. We see uh, lives of TikTok is con- continually to expose these individuals along with Project Veritas. You know, there is a much more de- deeply rooted problem within our public school system um, that, you know, for every one of those, how many others go unreported? Look yeah, at that well, dude, by the way. That's insane. Yeah, I was going like to ask a... you, has anyone looked more like a Pixar character to you? Yeah. He looks like a Pixar guy. He looks like if Pixar was, you know, showing a pedophile. But I will say this, though. Like, you said, you know, taking back the sheriff's office and it's a problem in California. But what gets to me is I, I think people forget that earlier this year, it was Texas, of all places, that the police were actually arresting or, or escorting I should, away, I should say, parents uh, or protesters who didn't want parents taking their five-year-olds into strip clubs. Yeah. So it's it's not like it, that's what's so crazy to me is people, you know, I, I hear this constantly. Oh, that'll never happen in Texas. Or that'll never happen in Florida or these places. And I'm like, it is happening, though. And it is happening. And, and the police are enabling it, too. So it's it's it, I don't know. It's, it's crazy to me. It's like this is disgusting. It's awful. But it's like you only have to look back a few months to see police like actively keeping people from protesting and then supporting parents breaking the law in front of them, which is taking children in strip clubs was already illegal. Yeah, well, it's going to be harder to take over the police departments because the chief of police and, and the mayor and the city council, those people are all intertwined. But right. the uh, the sheriff's position is an elected position. And so th- there's an opportunity to grab that. And these people aren't dumb. They grabbed all of these positions knowing exactly what they were going to be doing. As you've seen the George Soros operatives, all of these places. I mean, this is why they threw uh, that Sheriff Arpaio out in Arizona. I don't know, what, like eight years ago at this point? I now? remember yeah. that. Yeah. They, they, they 2018? Exactly- yeah. <clears throat> And they go, oh, he's a, we got to get rid of him because he's a racist. No, you got to get rid of him because he ain't going to put up with any of this nonsense that you guys are doing in Arizona because Arizona apparently extraordinarily key to you guys because you're running a lot of children drugs through that open border down there. And so they're not – I mean these people – I think a lot of people on our side and you know, it's it's easy to make the AOC videos. It's easy to make the Elon Omar videos. It's easy to, it's easy to make these videos of these useful idiots who have been put in these positions of power as puppets. But the people behind them and putting them in these positions of power, these are some evil sons of bitches. And they know exactly what they're doing. They planned this out. and They put a lot of money, time, effort, and resources into it. And they've got a game plan that exceeds our, you know, most of most of people, everybody that I'm around, like, we're, we're like, okay, well, how, you know, how are we going to get food on the table this week? These people don't mm-hmm. operate like that. They don't care about this. They, 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 these are these are generational thinking individuals, and they're sitting there going, "Well, I want my I want my great great grandkid to be king of Arizona. So what do I got to do in in my position right now to make that happen? You know, 150 years from now, they've been doing this, and so it, there's a reason why in all these places where you know they were allowed to burn. A lot of people go, "Well, you know, Antifa, you know, Antifa gets out that they burn. They don't, Antifa don't burn anything down because they're they're strong and empowered." Antifa's burning shit down because they're allowed to burn shit down because these right. people have ganked all of these positions mm-hmm. of power and they've turned off law and order. 
these aren't uh, these aren't motivated individuals. These aren't individuals who can get together, form a coherent sentence and a game plan. These are people who are allowed to set these places on fire, and they've been allowed to set these places on fire because operatives have been put in place. Well, that's why they wanted to. Sorry, show we, up we've got a bunch of super chats on this side telling everyone they have to drink. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's why they shut up the journalists who wanted to expose the fact that George Soros was paying these protesters to, well, not just to show up, but he was actually buying them flights and hotels to go from city to city back in uh, the summer of love of 2020. So, you yeah, know, you see the, yeah, you can see the same Antifa van. It's in Portland. Right. And then uh, somebody gets shot in Minneapolis, and it's the same Antifa van. Yeah. Yep. It's all over. And, you know, we have these, as you said, you know, it's in, they've infiltrated all these sectors we see them you know kneeling for blm as they went through the cities uh, mm -hmm. back in 2020 and not you know not doing anything but the people that were actually protesting against you know vaccine mandates and and mass mandates and and shutting down people's businesses no those people got arrested shut down and thrown into gulags so we see how the uh, how they you know treat each other and we see how they treat you know protests we got january 6 guys they're still in gulags over there I wish you know we would actually had a base military, kind of like what we see happening in Brazil right now. I just want to pause really quick. Waffle Salter with the huge one hundred dollars super chat. Oh. Cheers, Berserkers! Wow, thank you, Waffle Salter. Thank you, Waffle Salter. Waffle Salter, nice our work, mean brother. master. Yeah. <laughs> this, was, this was by design. So, they they implemented policies that drove good people out of the police and out of the military, and now they can do whatever they want now that all the good people are gone. Yeah. So my question is the guy at the, the, the Chicago school that you pay $38,000 a year for so your kid can get a butt plug is the he says that the best part of his job. What's the worst part? What when he when he is on the receiving end of said butt plug? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's the best part, Tim. I don't know. I mean, he, it's Tom, but that's right. <laughs> do we do we want to? I know I, I know you said that you kind of like blackpilled on these clips salty, but do we want to play a little bit up for people? Because to me, it's only two minutes. Well, I just want to play a little bit of it because he keeps repeating himself. So you don't have to play the whole thing. But like, to me, it's crazy because this guy is a guy who's so beyond excited to talk about this that he can't yeah. shut up about it. Hey, before you do that, I just want to call out Tater and Eggs for a hundred dollars I got here. Tater uh, and Eggs. Yeah. So thank you so Beautiful. much, my friend. Yeah. Um, do you have the video there? Okay. Sweet. Yep. At like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit. Meet Joe Bruno, Dean of Students at the prestigious Francis W. Parker Private School in Chicago, which happens to charge $40,000 per student. They're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. They're like, how do you, how does this butt plug work? How do we do like, how does this work? That's a really like cool part of my job. Parents might be stunned to learn that Bruno's version of love and acceptance means handing out sex toys to underage students. So I've been the dean for four years. During Pride, we do a Pride Week every year, and I had um, I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex. What's crazy to me is when I first heard this clip, I was listening to a podcast. I wasn't watching it, and I thought the podcaster had looped the clip because he says this so many times. Yep. Like he, he it, it's there's another minute and a half of it, and we don't have to play it because it's literally him saying the exact same line 
over and over and over. And he's just like excited to talk about this. He's like super proud of himself. He's like, look how progressive I am. Look how great this is that we're passing on dildos and butt plugs and talking about spit. He says the same freaking line over and over like a broken record. And, it's and just, the kids are right to weird. ask, like, what does this do? How does this how do I use this? What does this do? Because uh, nothing. You don't use it. It doesn't work. How does this work? No, don't ask. Don't tell. <laughs> and, and somebody did say that. Does this guy look like the arms dealer we just sent back for Brittany Griner? Yeah. <laughs> he kind of does, though. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if there's been a huge uptick in people uh, running Lords of War off of Amazon Prime right now. Did you because you guys know that's who that was based on, right? Yeah, Nick yeah, Cage, Lord of War. Yeah, Lord of War was based on the the guy that we just sent back to Russia. So, now isn't it interesting that they also, as part of his release, one of the stipulations is Victor Boot cannot make any money from stories of his life or likeness. I think that's a little interesting, considering that right now that movie that most people didn't see in 2007 is getting like huge numbers. Well, they're gonna have to remake it, but now as him as the villain. <laughs> The they didn't realize they were going to have to roll on one of their own spies. Yeah. yeah you, that was a fair trade, wasn't it, uh, Salty? Brittany Griner for uh, for Victor uh, Boot. <laughs> I, I love it. I think this is, I think this is, did you see there's a video of him? I think he's being interviewed on RT and he's explaining how, you know, first of all, there's an interview from, I think, 2012 where he says, listen, I want to get out of here. He goes, yeah, you're, you know, America won't be around in another 20 years. You guys are an empire in collapse because I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to walk right out of this place. And he was hundred percent right. And uh, now he's back in Russia and they're all making fun of us. They're sitting there going, look, yeah. look the, the, uh, the merchant of death is more upset about an, uh, uh, an American Marine being left in uh, Russia than the lefties in this country are. And I think mm. that this is an eye opener for, for normies. Well, wouldn't yeah, you be mad too if you were traded back for Brittany Griner? Oh, listen, I would hang myself. It would be. <laughs> He's like, wait, I was worth a lot more than just her. You guys ever see the movie Semi Pro where they traded uh, Woody Harrelson's character for uh, a washing machine? That's kind of what this trade felt like. <laughs> if we were actually sure she was a woman, I would be a little bit more on board with uh, saving a woman from a Russian prison. <laughs> oh. They gave oh, him was... a haircut. <laughs> Well, they cut him back with a nice. Why he's wearing a hood? They cut all. They cut off all. Got the a hair. nice high and tight. Yeah, they gave him the men's oh. military uh, mandatory. Oh, that's interesting. It makes you wonder if he was being kept where we were told he was being kept in uh, the the female section of the prison or not. My yeah. son, my son played me a clip, and we were in the car. And he's like, "Dad, have you heard her talk? Why does he sound like a guy?" I said, "Probably because he is." <laughs> oh <my laughs> like, he's a merchant of death, and we won't say she's a woman. <laughs> Yeah, they can't man. they can't surgically remove your Adam's apple. So that thing always there. Think about that, though. Like, wouldn't that be the bargaining chip to be like, hey, are we going to expose the fact that you guys have had a man playing in the WNBA for years? I mean, the, you, there, there's articles coming out today, like right now. Let me show you this one real quick about, about Michelle, how, about Brittany Griner and how she came. <laughs> sorry, I just got to read this. Like Brittany Griner's finally freed. But her peril is that of black women in America. And I made this joke on Twitter yesterday, not thinking someone would make it a headline. And then if you read the article, it's like, well, really, the problem with with Brittany Griner's is a gender pay gap. And my, I have two thoughts on this one. No, there's not considering that there's only women in the WNBA. <laughs> not a possible way to do a pay gap. And my other thought is, well, maybe they're right, except that Brittany Griner's the getting the, the more money for being a dude in the WNBA. But I, I don't know. It's just <laughs> wait. Was wait. What? What? 
was that the Babylon V you just pulled up there? You would think so. You would think <laughs> so. I can't tell the difference between them and MSNBC anymore. I literally can't. Neither well, can MSNBC, for the record. Well, NBC <laughs> had to uh, alter their headline to match what the Biden uh, regime was putting out because they they were denying that Saudi Arabia helped broker the deal. And they're like, no, 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 they didn't help. It, it was just all us. We, we were the ones that brokered this deal. We didn't need, need any help. And they're like, the Saudis are like, yeah, we we helped you guys put this thing together. <laughs> is is Joanna Man CIA predictive programming? That's the real question here. <laughs> yep. That, that and, was a movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Now that we've heard so many trans people argue about how like trans should be accepted purely on the basis that every once in a blue moon, a, uh, a, a, a circumcision is botched, that they have to make it into a lady like those weird scientists try to do. I wonder if that is a Juana man slash uh, Brittany Griner situation, like born a man, but had a botched one. And so now he is a lady in the WNBA and we all have to OK it. I wonder this if that's the, the situation. This is how the trans movement started, though. It was the John Money experiments, and they actually did that. Too. They botched circumcision, and they decided to make the kid into a girl. And, and John Money took this kid and was like, I'm going to brainwash this kid into thinking he's a girl until the kid ended up committing suicide later in life. So that, that wasn't like the only origin. kid is what I'm thinking. There probably more of them. No, that's what, what I'm thought. saying. It's like if that's how the whole trans movement started, it wouldn't be surprising if it's happened. That same thing has been repeated. Salty, you're in San Francisco. How many neighbors of yours are trans? How many aren't? Yeah, right. That's probably an easier way to count. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's interesting because it, it's much like everything else. And I don't want to say that there are no trans people in San Francisco, but much like everything else, it's amplified. Right. And so I think in I think I've run into maybe two people um who are clearly dudes pretending to be chicks it's completely over like it's we're in a another this is one of these mass psychosis situations where you know again there's not that listen inside san francisco i don't go anywhere near san francisco to be honest with you i haven't haven't been to san francisco in like six years but um san francisco has always been weird but on the periphery there's not that many you know there's not, there's not that many. That's it's fair. crazy because I'm in Loudoun County and I know seven young women who, who identify as, as men, but there is a specific clinic here that targets them. It's called the pride clinic and they're like, they're spitting them out. Like it's a conveyor belt. Yeah. I, I imagine it's probably more in like, if see, I just outed myself. I, if I was anywhere near the schools, the schools are <laughs> manufacturing those kids right now. So yeah. you, you're, if you give it another few years, I'll, I'll probably see a crap ton more. But those the school <clears throat> there's a um, there's a graph or uh, an image where it shows the uh, the gender reassignment surgery clinics. And like six years ago, there was one on the East Coast and you know one in San Francisco. And now today, it's everywhere. It's not in the middle of America. They're like color coded based on what they offer. So you saw that, Tom? It's it's insane. There's a again. We are dumping a ton of federal money into this. It is all being paid and manufactured by our tax dollars, and they get rich off of this. Well, you you can actually compare that chart that you're talking about, or that that map that you're talking about, to the charts of the online searches, and then compare that to the rates like they all are exactly hand in hand so the more that's talked about the more that's put in schools the more that becomes a social uh, contagion as abby uh, abigail schreier talked about and the more the more clinics you see and the more people identifying as you see it's like hand in hand they're exactly the same right uh, exactly that's the same why you, rate. 
That's why you got to give Bill Maher credit where it's due when he, the lefty, says, you know, are we making these people when in California it's much higher a rate than it is in Ohio when you have the, the difference in ideology and then you have the difference in output of kids that want to cut themselves apart? Sorry, what I was reading. The no, chats. well, you know, it, it would be more impactful if he didn't continue to vote Democrat every chance he got or, or continue to shill for the Democrat Party. It's, it's nice that he, he will sit there and throw us a couple bones, but ultimately he sits there and he goes in and encourages people he, to go. He's no vote hero. I just said credit where it's due that he's even seeing that and willing to point it out. That's sure, all. Sure. No. <laughs> yeah. Frank, are you like listening to a voicemail there or something? No. <laughs> we, we all could hear that. <laughs> I I had to add a uh, wrench to one of the mods uh, for, and I had to do it for my phone. So, because I only have wow. one screen. <laughs> we have a teacher in the chat. Um, this is Cactus saying the school where she works at has been massively taken over by this crap through social emotional learning. So this is like a direct. Um, it's it's in the curriculum at this point. Cheers! Thank you, Waffle Salter. Thank you, Waffle, Waffle Salter. With another one. Thank you. Ooh. Yeah, and Real Truth Cactus as well is entirely right. Um, it's it's being, like I said, there's a, a direct correlation between what's being shown in the schools, what's being shown in the media, what's being talked about with our kids online, and the rate of people identifying as LGBTQ, AAI, GGAF, and you know the gender clinics. They're all exactly the exact same rate. It's it's a, I mean Abigail Schreier said it best. Like she has the best book on this. I think I have not read the other one. I don't know if you guys have the When Harry Became Sally. I've heard that one's really good, but Irreversible Damage. Books. Yeah, <laughs> but irreversible damage by Abigail Schreier was really good. I, I always suggest that one to people. There's Dude, a clinic in Europe. The, the, is it the, called the Tavistock that got shut down? And Sully probably knows the, the Tavistock is shutting down because of complaints. I don't know what the rate of trans kids there is, but maybe that's like the the dropout rate. Like we hit a certain point where people then go, okay, enough. Maybe we're almost there. I don't know what their rate was. Is that the maybe Tavistock Institute? Right. Yeah. Well, so. What they're clearly doing is in these in these public schools that don't teach anything other than emotional learning at this point. They even explicitly say this in their curriculum at this point. They have uh, they've created a society in Western civilization where people are just absolutely at their freight ends. And so you're watching nuclear families being destroyed. You're watching uh, the, the fraying of the f uh, family unit. And this is causing a rampant amount of stress in the household environments. And what's happening is these children are being completely neglected as the parents are trying to fight through inflation. They're trying to fight through uh, the supply, supply chain issues and just COVID shutting down everything. They're, this is having uh, long-term ramifications on the pocketbook of your average American. And the kids are watching parents fight and the families are being destroyed and the kids are being neglected and then the kids go to the school and the school goes oh my god you're being super duper neglected oh well, we super duper love you as long as you're gay and the kid goes i gotta yep. be gay and then they go well listen gay like anything these days except for you know being straight like if you if you if you thought another person looked good in a in a shirt or something in the same sex that's now queer it's a new and, gender <laughs> yeah it's and a new so, gender They'll just make up so so everybody's under this umbrella as long as you're as long as you're not straight, and if you're under this umbrella, then the school counselor will give you some time. Your teacher will give you some time. These other weirdos will give you. Some, this is why there's so the when you got a group of kids, that's always going to attract pedophiles. 
but the amount of pedophiles is going to go way through the roof because they don't even have to pretend that they're teaching math or, or uh, language or English or any of this type of stuff. And so they're just bombarding, bombarding all of these kids. Well, we'll give you some attention as, as long as you're not straight. And that's making all of these kids go, oh, well, I want this attention because my, my home life's all screwed up because my parents are fighting all the time. And this is creating a gigantic problem. Plus, every single media that they're consuming is saying, no, 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 being being uh, any of this LGBTQ or STUV stuff is stunning and brave. And the kids are just being socially pushed into this area. Well, it's exactly that. And I think it gets even worse, too, because now we're seeing these large TikTok trends where they're coming up with 9000 different genders because mm -hmm. it's not enough to be gay anymore. It's not enough to be trans anymore. If you really want to be if you really want to get attention, you want to stick out, and you want to have your tokenism coin. You have to come up with frog and frog self pronouns or you have to come up with uh, re and re bug, self bug pronouns. Self. <laughs> yeah, like all these all these uh, retarded different genders. So it's becoming to the point where it's like I can't even stand out being gay anymore. It's, it's not yeah. enough. Like and, and uh, you know, and PJ's really gay. Like he makes a lot of people aware of it. I try. I try. It doesn't stand out enough. Yeah, I came out of closet. I recently feel too. gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Frank, can you say that again? I, I feel gay. Oh, OK. <laughs> You have kids that are really sad, really lonely, desperately searching for some sort of significance, some sort of way to explain why they feel the way that they do. And a lot of times it's just puberty. It's just, you know, it, it, it's high school, but they don't or a know single that. parent home. Like more kids yeah. now than ever have only one parent. So if, they're, if yeah. they're not hearing their parents fighting, it may be because they're only one parent and then there's not a lot of parenting going on. The only people that are parents to them are the gay teachers. This is, yeah, this is it's, why it's all of the above. And then they get incredible amounts of positive affirmation. The minute they say, oh, I'm non-binary, and then they go on, a, you know, young woman goes on testosterone, and that makes her feel really, really, really good, too. And so it's just layers of positive reinforcement in a terrible direction. This is why it sells so well, though, and this is why the push is we have to do it young, is because, you know, they're telling girls, oh, you don't feel like you're in your own body when you're going through puberty, as if anybody in history ever did. Like, as if puberty isn't that time in your life where you actually feel like your body doesn't make sense and you hate it. They're like, oh, that feeling, that means you're trans. And that's why they have to push it younger and younger and younger because it, there's that window where you're like, man, I really don't feel like something's wrong uh, because you're going through changes. And it's just like they know that. But hmm. I guess I'll be the odd man out and say I never thought that something was wrong. But I get what you're saying. Well, I'm talking about girls specifically, like because that's who they're targeting. So I'm just uh, always knew he was right. <laughs> I'm always knew. Yeah, <laughs> he, yep. he was born with that beard. We, I we actually, all know it. Yeah, it was like 11. I was like, all right, time to start shaving. <laughs> you went through puberty at five. So like that's you're, you're, you're just offset on this whole thing. Six, sixth grade. Yeah, Timothy, <laughs> you're exactly right. Loudoun County has the, the depth of the evil is not known yet. We're going to find out that Loudoun means like something evil in Latin. Someday. Yeah. P type in like American. Balenciaga into the Google Translator. Yeah, it means like it means. Satan is Lord or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll get Elizabeth Warren <laughs> to translate what that is because it might be a Native American name too. <laughs> I thought it was because she's a code code breaker, <laughs> a wind talker. And the suicide rates here are, are, are uh, horrific. Are well, that's why they they uh, continue to allow TikTok to operate here in the U.S. If you look at TikTok China compared to TikTok United States, it's completely different. What they allow the Chinese kids uh, to be able to be exposed to, to what they allow American kids to be, or the West to be uh, exposed to completely two different things uh, where they're showing like things to, you know, make them better at math and reading and stuff like that. And they're like, Hey, go chop off your uh, penis <laughs> over here in the West. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that that's what it is. 
I don't have yep. TikTok here, so I don't know, but I don't have TikTok in China either. I thought you were saying you heard to go chop off your penis and you were like thinking about it. <laughs> hesitating. <laughs> yeah, hesitating <laughs> on that one. Salty, let me let me know. Uh, does, does Tom look like if he shaved the beard and put out a bikini, he could be Dylan uh, Mulvaney? Oh, yeah. You just, gotta, <laughs> you just have to have the really insulting woman stereotypes. You'd be all set. I'm afraid of bugs. Ah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm afraid to walk at night. Ah, Yeah, we're almost there. Yeah, I, 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 I'm blown away that you know, more women aren't find that horribly offensive. Yeah, our yeah. friend Abby here. Do you mean him being a minstrel show of women? Yeah. That's what you mean? Yeah. Exactly. yeah it's well, crazy. I call it menstrual shows, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Abby got Abby it right was, too, yeah. Abby was approached by some British uh, British uh, news show that wanted to talk about her tweet that went viral, her talking about how, you know, drag is basically, you know, uh, blackface. Yeah, it, it totally is. What they're doing with these uh, with these stupid TikToks and uh, showing it to small children and amplifying it is uh, it's it's no different than a minstrel show of the twenties uh, or thirties. It, it's it's it, it's crazy. The guy came out the uh, whoops is misgendered. I think um, the dude came out <laughs> I think yesterday and he put out a video going, "Oh my god, this I'm just." I'm just like a woman and the fact that you hate me it makes me sad but i still love you and then at the end of like this this two minute three minute long TikTok, the uh the dude goes and by the way i feel super duper sorry for all of you with your wrong think because time is coming it's a threat there's a direct threat at the end of this thing i'm sitting there going i'm having a real hard time oh. taking a threat from a dude who weighs about 75 pounds and he's wearing makeup yeah, didn't he say like, uh, ladies? You don't know that uh, t- Twitter's forever, so be careful yeah. what you say. It was like yeah. a total it was a threat. threat too. Yeah. It was it was like blatant. I wouldn't was want that- somebody to dig it up and show people later. Yeah, not realizing <laughs> the irony in that statement. Yeah, is that the same video where the dude was complaining about not having a uterus? Yeah, he was yeah. Like, yep. talking about how he yeah. carries tampons around and how his gal pals, as he calls them, ten uh, bucks like, if you know yeah. where he puts them. <laughs> They're soaked in vodka. Let's yeah, that'll help you with I that. I saw one. a picture uh, of a middle school or a high school where uh, they put a tampon machine up in the uh, boys' uh, bathroom. They ripped it off. I hope <laughs> they ripped it off and threw it in they the did. toilet. Yeah, it's in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hate crime. What where do you think would happen? The FBI showed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah boys used to take the toilet, like the all the different things off the paper towel, the dispensers, all of that. They wouldn't think that they'd take the tampon thing off. It's crazy. <laughs> Especially that, man. <laughs> Busting and open, wetting the tampons and throwing them up on the roof. There's a there's a reason why women's restrooms have like scented candles and couches and men's are like look like a prison. Like we're animals. Like in high school, everybody's just an animal. Like it, I went to one school where they literally took the doors off the stalls because people were vandalizing them so often. So if you wanted to take a shit, you had to sit there like and hope nobody else came in the bathroom. <laughs> Like that was a real thing. Yeah, in my, the bathrooms when I was a kid, we pissed in a trough. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, the what was that built? Yeah, it's built in the seventies. Yeah, but I mean, nobody cares. It's yeah, all concrete. Not many windows in those buildings. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like they would stand a bomb. Are you getting? Are you getting school and juvie mixed up? <laughs> <laughs> No, you forget about these Cold War schools that were built during a time oh, where they yeah, didn't know yeah. what they'd withstand. So they have all these no windows in the classrooms. Lead paint. Yep. <laughs> all the chips you can eat. 
They're still finding schools in Oakland with lead. I'm like, it's it's this is 2022. Over I here. wouldn't What's be surprised on? if they're still painting schools with lead in Oakland. Yeah, that's right. what it is. Oakland's a big well, look, look, if they still have lead in the water in Flint, I mean, what do you think they can't give a shit about paint for? <laughs> yeah. The kids can't read anyway, so why would they even bother? <laughs> well done, Salty. I mean, Ocean Breeze Salty, not, not the Salty. They tied the tampon string into a noose and the FBI was called. That's fun. <laughs> Jesse Smollett was seen leaving the scene. He said, this is trans country. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> We've gone off the rails. <laughs> I know we had like five minutes. Um, we wanted to save for any questions for Salty. I don't know that we got any questions. No, we didn't get the, any. From the, <laughs> we, we told of, people before you really, got on, we yeah, field some questions really if there were any. Chats, but I don't know if I see any questions. I'll read through them real quick. Which is just fine because I don't, I mean, that's just as well. <laughs> that's uh, well, we do have you on. What, what do you see for the 2024 election? With do you do you see Trump being the nominee, or do you see actually DeSantis actually jumping in and actually challenging him? I you know honestly, I, I and I hate to I hate to put this out there as a uh, a black pill all the way out. <laughs> um, I, I'm hoping that what's happening at Twitter is part of a new tactic. I, I don't like Donald Trump. Um, listen, 2020 has got to be fixed. 2026 mm-hmm. 2016's got to be explained and i i'm all in for my orange man that being said we need a new tactic for what's happening and i want to see him come out i want to see him explain that uh, you know we got to hit this in a different direction that uh, he's working with people exposing twitter exposing the shenanigans but you know, constantly asking, you know, let's let's have this overturned or let's let's do a redo. We ain't doing any of that. None of that's going to happen. I want I want a more concrete plan for moving forward. And I think he's got one. I think he doesn't want to tip his his uh, cards or anything at this point. So I'm hoping he comes out as we get closer. I'm hoping he starts doing some rallies where he's like, listen, we're going to we're going to do X, Y and Z. Here's the game plan. And I'm hoping that he gets on Twitter. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, he's got to deal with true social. Listen. Um, he's got, he's got hundreds of millions of people that are going to listen to him if he jumps on Twitter. And I think that's coming. I think that's part of the plan. I hope that's in the cards, but he, he doesn't seem as I'm feeling a little like, where's the energy you you announced, you announced uh, a month ago and Mm. I'm excited. I'm awesome. Let's, Let's go. But I also want a pissed off and crazy Donald Trump who's got nothing left. Twenty fifteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want. To, I want. Him, I want him to go for the juggler. And I don't. Uh, right. Listen, some people are going to say it's too early for that. I don't know if it's too early. These election cycles are moving like this. Yeah, we need and him I back could, on those caffeine pills. Is what we need. Yeah, we give need him some Adderall. <laughs> yeah, snort it. Load I don't care up. what you do. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I want. <laughs> yeah, listen. I want. I want him. I was expecting him <clears throat> to come into this. Guns blazing, and that's metaphorically speaking. FBI, I know you listening to this, <laughs> and uh, I could see DeSantis going. Listen, you know, you know, if Trump doesn't bring the 2015 energy, I, I'm going to slide in on this. And um, again, I love DeSantis. I think you guys got a, an incredible dude who's actually putting stuff into motion. It's it's awesome. But if DeSantis runs, the Democrat steals it even easier. 
I, I have a just like a one theory about the whole Trump thing because we were talking about this before stream how it feels like Trump's been really quiet like we we're all expecting yeah. that energy and I just wonder if part of it is he's distancing distancing himself from the Kanye Nick Fuentes stuff and he's kind of letting Kanye hang himself with his own rope for once and then after that whole saga is done he's going to just come out guns blazing and I wonder if that's a a smart strategy on his part but I, I think it could be I mean I'm I'm just trying to be hopeful because I'm waiting for that too like I want I yeah. want Trump to just come out like guns blazing like you said. We did have one question for Salty. We did have yes. one question. Yes, for I want to get to this one. Waffle yes. Salter. He says, so if we only got two minutes with him left, can we get Salty versus as Fauci versus Thomas Trump? <laughs> well, you know what? We all know coronavirus, it came from China, but we all know it was Fauci that made it. Oh, no, no, I didn't make it in the basement with Bill Gates. Stop it. He's a liar. He, he's a liar, and we all know he's lying. And we all know he's lying, and everyone knows it. Because Dr. Fauci's a fraud. He's a fraud, I, and it came I, from China. I, 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 stop it. <laughs> I need to come with any material. I'm sorry. <laughs> Put us on the spot there. There we go. We'll work on it. <laughs> Fauci, do you, you take your beagle for a, a walk this morning? Or? Oh, Are you talking about you my dog or my wife? The January 6th committee he was, flipped that. He was crying about that. He, he was saying that like people were coming after his wife. He said vicious trolls are coming after him and his wife. That's I guess shame. that's what you get. Yeah. Responsible for nine million people dying. Yeah, yeah. Be less worried about us pointing out that your wife looks like a dude and more concerned that we know you killed six million people. <laughs> he picked up his wife the same place where Obama picked up his. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, was it's, it, at, Tavis, it a, it's at the Tavistock outgoing. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Patient release. <laughs> oh, well, Salty, it's been a fantastic uh, 45 minutes on with you. We thank you so much for coming on and, and being part of our pubcast tonight. It it obviously was a uh, something I've been looking forward to for, you know, since uh, we did the communication on it. So thank you so much. And on behalf of everybody here, I just want to say thank you once again. Hey, thanks, everybody. It's great having you on, Salty. Thank you, yep, Thank you. Take care. Right, See you, man. God bless. There you How go. How fun. Yeah, that was How great. Fun. I love that. I love Salty Cracker. This guy's a good oh, dude. Man. Good dude. Yeah, man. Woo. We're, we still have an hour left, man. I don't know if we got enough to get, keep going. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We got plenty of material to keep going. <laughs> man, that was fun, though. I'm really glad we got Salty on. That was a, that was a blast. Yeah. That was awesome. The Salty Army has hey, been amazing, by the way. We should say now, before everyone runs away or clicks off, like, share, subscribe, wherever you are watching, grab a link, wherever you're watching, help support the channel that you're watching, help us grow on all the different platforms, and help us all keep America afloat. Back to you, yeah. Frank. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I see Salty leaving that SUV headed out of here now. <laughs> out <the back. laughs> such, such a funny joke. I know. I know. It wasn't very funny. <laughs> I just said it was. It was hilarious. <laughs> Whatever, Tom. <laughs> off the rails. The rails. We're off of them. We're off the rails. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's keep on let's going. Talk about, let's talk about Waukesha for a minute. So Frank has something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only reason why Frank hasn't been banned off YouTube yet is because he doesn't pronounce anything correctly. <laughs> he says Waukesha. Waukesha. Waukesha? What are you talking about, Waukesha? Speaking of black people. Yeah, the city in, the city in Wisconsin named Sharkesha. That's just actually, a suburb of Detroit. Actually, yeah. actually talking about black people, racism has been solved. I didn't know if you guys heard about this or not, but it's been solved. Um, Disney has announced they are closing the racist Splash Mountain ride down for good. Just Oh, good. Yeah. 
It, it, have you ever got road to? Have you, any of you guys? Yeah, I, I love that one. I, the, the, one of my favorite pictures from the Disney World trip, where I was like three, and my sister's a little bit older. That was like a fun family memory. Is on Splash Mountain, us in the front row, all you know, our hands up. But I didn't realize it was completely racist. So now I kind of feel bad about it. <laughs> I, I have literally zero plans to ever visit Disney again. But I will say, when I went to Disney the first time, Disney World, uh, the Splash Mountain was the first ride I ever rode, and it's one of my favorites. So what it, I'm trying to remember what it is it's they, they claim is racist. It's about it. it's because it's based on Song of the South, oh, which is the oh, yeah. like it's like animals that were used to be slaves and now they're not slaves. It's basically a, it's based on stories told by former slaves is yep. the book. So then so we they think that representing it. Yeah, well, dude, that's what Aunt Jemima. She got silenced. You got Mrs. Yeah, Butterworth. Right. She got knocked off. You got uh, <laughs> Uncle Ben's. He's probably next. So, you know, you got these, you know, Zatarans. Is he a black guy? I'm thinking of, oh, he's just a silhouette. At some, <laughs> that's not good. At some point, though, he is just a shadow of a man. It's like Peter Pan's shadow. Um, that was bad. Uh, but these people are getting removed. It's not because they're you know not successful black people. Uh, and the the song of the South is like, hey, here's what black people said was so bad then. They can't have that being discussed now because it doesn't jibe with their current mm-hmm. narrative. So get rid of it. To be fair, though, Peter Pan's shadow was raised in Detroit, but um, the- he had to stitch it on. He had to stitch <laughs> yeah, it to his feet, to otherwise we'd run away. Hey, we're not. That's how you know it was. Yeah. Well, he was trying to he was trying to arrest it, so he was on the line. Hitting uh, the black guys like, "Am I being the Peter Pan shadow? Am I being detained? The whole thing? Yeah, you just couldn't." I'm excited it. for the day when literally nothing is racist. You know, <laughs> when you can just walk around saying, "What's up, my magas?" But you know, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> I had a point, but I've lost it. At this. <laughs> well, I just know it's been solved. It's been solved. Disney it's been solved, solved it. It's been solved. solved. You know, solved. I think I think Aunt Jemima would have been fine if she just would have put the name of some uh, Canaanite uh, child sacrifice god on their label. Then they would have been yeah. totally fine. So Aunt no, no app, syrup, <laughs> bale syrup. Yeah, bale syrup. It would have been totally fine. It's my favorite kind of syrup. I can't wait to get, when it goes buy one get one free again. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone did you know at home um for the, the, for the folks watching for the fans frank used to work in a grocery store frank why don't you tell us all about the grocery time oh yeah absolutely it was absolutely amazing i worked at public supermarkets <laughs> you thought i was joking yeah, he's dead I serious yeah, i don't work there anymore <laughs> i retired a couple years he, ago. he knows everything about grocers i i do i do i bore these guys with grocery facts all the time Sometimes he just texts me random grocery facts, which is odd. Like, did you know that cabbage can actually last a week longer than the date? I'm like, can you? Frank, it's three o'clock. <laughs> In the morning. thinking about cabbage. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> wow. I have a story if we want to move on. Please. Uh, <laughs> Please. Uh, there was uh, our favorite, our favorite actress of all time. We found out has broken through some glass ceilings. So we've Disney solved racism, but Jennifer Lawrence is now, well, she had back during her Hunger Games days solved sexism. And I just want to play fappening? this for you guys. Or the Fappening 2. <laughs> it was Fappening 2 is when she solved sexism. Yeah. I remember when I was doing Hunger Games, nobody had ever put a woman in a lead of an action movie because it wouldn't work. We were told girls and boys can both identify with a male lead, but boys cannot identify with a female lead. Oh, absolutely. And it just... Makes me so Who's that, happy. Viola Davis? Yeah, it's Viola Davis. Come out that She's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those beliefs and proves that it is just a lie yeah. to keep certain people out of the movies, keep certain people in the same positions that they've always been in. And it's just 
amazing to watch it happen and watch you at the helm. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what was that? What was that headline? Do you have that headline from the Babylon Bee, Abby? I do. I do. Sigourney Weaver thanks Jennifer Lawrence for paving the way for female action heroes. Such a so stunning and brave. Like this is this is what gets. By the way, thank you, Timothy Brown, for the uh, super chat. This is what gets to me is like they can say this stuff as if we don't live in a Google age and as if people don't have memories, as if we haven't haven't all seen Alien and Aliens and Point of No Return and Terminator Two and like movie after movie after movie like as if hunger games which came out when like 2008 or i can't remember i think it was in high school yeah when it came out. i don't yeah, know Tom, what was it Tom? Oh man, I would have to guess at 2010. But my my thought is her fans don't know those movies of old because her fans are her age or younger. And I think like she doesn't know cuz since she was young young being an actress, she's been doing movies. So she's not watching the old ones. She's not watching Alien. She doesn't know about Predator or all of the different Predators. Well, she knows she's about, probably just she aware knows of in Hollywood. Predator. Yeah. She knows, uh, she knows about Weinstein. Weinstein, that's for sure. <laughs> That's her only, yeah, that's her only reference to Predator. Um, they go, did you see Predator? And she's like, who, Weinstein? Terrible. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think you're entirely wrong, though, because I've noticed this, and maybe it's just because, like, when I grew up, my parents liked to watch older movies. But it seems like anybody that's younger than 30 today has never seen a movie before 1990. Yep. And am I wrong on this? I just, like, if I have any movie reference. Or even 90s movies. Like, yeah, some of the 90s 90, yeah. films. Yeah. Like, they don't know Screwed. They don't know... um uh, Wayne's World. Dirty Work. They don't know some of these. Yeah, Wayne's World. Wayne, well, yeah. And, and really any of the SNL people that made movies in the 90s or 80s, those are movies that people don't know about it's or a, don't care about. Yeah, and it's the they same should. about how many like 28-year-olds have never seen Die Hard. I'm talking about Abby here, aren't I? So <laughs> it, it is not it's my the, fault. Uh, my quint, it's the quintessential, quintessential Christmas uh, movie. Yeah, absolutely. I have seen Die Hard, the first one. Oh, there we go. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's like, as if people don't have IMDB, as if that's not like an app that everybody right. has on their phone and be like, oh yeah, you know, there's, there's been a, there's been a couple of them. Yeah. Hmm. And she, I think she doubled down on it from, there was another article I read that where she doubled down on claiming that she broke the glass ceiling for women in action movies. <laughs> Do you have a favorite woman action star? Uh, that's a no. That's a hard no. no. Can Little. you even name five? Linda Hamilton. Libby, come on. Linda feed us, Hamilton feed us some answers I, here. I love Blake Lively in that shark movie. That shark movie. Which, oh, the, the, the one with Paul Walker? Deep, is that Deep Blue? Sharknado. Let me just... No, Wasn't that Jessica Sharknado. Alba? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're thinking... Of, I was thinking Jessica Alba. The Shallows. Yeah. The I've never seen The Shallows. Oh, is, is she stuck on a rock? Yeah, she's she's in a situation oh. where... And the, yeah. and the tide is rising and a shark is circling her? Something like that? Yeah. yeah. I, I will say, I don't I don't Didn't like... See it. I don't like Uma Thurman very much, but she was so good in Kill Bill. Like she that's was. The one... I actually enjoyed the Kill Bill uh, movies. Right. Yeah. So I, I loved her in pop one. culture or pop pulp pop, fiction. Damn it. Pulp Fuck. fiction. Damn yeah. It. She's that's so stupid. Why did I say that? It's weird because like <laughs> I said pop those... culture. I meant pulp fiction. Yeah. Out of those two movies, like anything outside of that, I can't stand her in. But those two movies are fantastic. She was really good in pulp fiction. And I wanted to I said that because I was looking at this tweet here and I uh, you asked me what my favorite was. I think Joel Berry actually had a really good take on this tongue, you know, Babylon B again. He says these three iconic female action heroines have something in common. Motherhood was the centerpiece of the redemptive arc. They were heroes in a way no man could be a hero. They're just they're, they weren't just generic female standards for male action heroes we often see today. And that's the whole problem with Hollywood. Like I think when you're when you're listening to Jennifer Lawrence, she's going, "Yeah, I was the first one to basically shift us into like this could have been a male role, but we're going to make it a female role for no reason at all." And then that's kind of been the the stand-in for everything. Like we saw that movie Atomic Blonde, where 
um charlie's throne is like john wick and she's kicking dudes through walls and everybody's going that's that that makes no sense at all but that's like mm-hmm. now they want a female james bond they want everything to be like female but not female we want it to be a male role with a female in it i think that's and, like, what they that's did for new action film for the uh what is that silver linings playbook if you guys got to see that one with bradley cooper yeah. uh he he was depressed she had some kind of problem but that was originally supposed to be a gay film they just thought hey we can just cast this woman and she can just be a a, a a a trailblazer and play this character so it ended up being a straight film not intended well, in yeah. a lot of these movies not the case with silver linings playbook but she doesn't even get to play a feminine character that's my point like, yeah you know, they don't even write a story with with feminine themes they, they just have a man with boobs that's all it is that's what i that's what female action stars are today. they're just men with boobs and that's what every one of these movies has become. So like when you look back and that's why she's ignoring all these because they go against what she's saying. When you look back at Alien, you see uh, Ripley going back for the cat. She's doing a very feminine thing. She's a mother. You see, uh, you know, Kiddo and, and Kill Bill going on a rampage to save her daughter. And you see, uh, was it Linda Hamilton? Is, is that right for Terminator 2? She's, you know, become this badass action star because she's trying to save her son. It's, it's motherhood is the thing that makes them feminine and makes their characters interesting. And instead, every movie today is like, what if we did John Wick with tits? And it's like, it's stupid. A Quiet like, Place. They, they wonder why nobody wants to see it. Written by John Krasinski. Yeah. The Quiet Place fantastic. is another one where it's like, it's about family. It's about like keeping everyone safe. It's about how do you sacrifice for others in your family and keep everyone together? Like that was a good one. And I think he's kind of more of the family guy. Cause he's less, I think in the like Hollywoodism. And I think he more just wants to take on like good work. So he does a lot of action stuff now. John yeah. Krasinski. I got to say quiet place was fantastic. That is a movie where mm-hmm. it really is about the family and the stakes are high and it, it's about sacrifice. I, I can't praise that movie enough. I was surprised how much I liked it. Cause when I saw it, I was like, eh, I don't know. And then I watched it. It starts like, wow, off weird. It was right. It starts off because yeah. you don't have like it's, it's from her perspective. You don't have her yeah. hearing aid. Right. Yeah. That's my first date with John. My first official one. Oh, did nice. you like Quiet Place too? I did. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I was surprised. I usually think sequels. We were all we suck. were all asking Abby on that one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what, what did you did you see Quiet Place too for your honeymoon? I, not yet. I, <laughs> I've just I've been scared of it because I was I loved the movie. But I was so mad at the sacrifice, and I was just so mad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! We probably have you know someone that wants to watch it later in the nineteen hundred so people that are watching on YouTube ending. alone. I was so mad at the very happy ending that I didn't want to see anything after that. <laughs> I, I, I'll just say you should you should watch it. It's very good. But yeah, gender swap <laughs> rope back mountain. Yes, <laughs> they the did that. It was called plot would be gone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Gender Swap Brokeback Mountain is on late night HBO every single night. So, or <laughs> Cinemax every single night. So, I don't think that's a breaking the glass ceiling ex- exactly there. <laughs> Empowering women. <clears throat> what would, would that be called get if that were a real movie? Them. Maybe to do two trans. Two girls, one saddle. That. Two girls, one saddle. <laughs> <laughs> See my I way. Can't even, I can't come up with a better than that. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Off the rails. <clears throat> Off the rails. Always off the rails. Yeah. Always off the rails. <laughs> well, well, we Abby, had that. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was saying, Abby had a story for us, too, that she wanted to bring up if we were wanted to yeah, train yeah, that's what, that was actually good. I was about to ask <laughs> her, so. <laughs> same, same page there. Let's do. Yes. We I definitely have another story to share, right? 
We got Somewhere. a couple more, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I have it right here, but we had a big ad pop up. Anyway, this is the American Girl company. What is American Girl? So American Girl, it's a doll company, fairly high-end dolls, but they they sell these dolls and they sell all their accoutrements, but they also sell the stories behind them. So each doll had a series of books. So you would, I grew up reading the books, these little chapter books, and then uh, my grandmother got my sister and I the dolls, and it was just a very, very wholesome, you know, learn about history because they were, you know, dolls from history and have the dolls play with them, play with all the little things that went in with them. But they have some other books too that they sold, and one of them recently is this book called Body Image How to Love Yourself, Live Life to the Fullest, and Celebrate All Kinds of Bodies. And the issue with this is that part of it is that they're encouraging these young girls, hey, if you feel like a boy, you can go behind your parents' backs and go get some hormones. And so this is a company, part of, you know, this is evil on its face, right, to give a child a book like this. But part of the evil of this company is that they've built so much trust um, and, and legacy over the years of people my age who are having kids. So we had the dolls. We read the books. We're like, this is such a good, wholesome company. I'm going to buy this book for a kid in my life and never even read it, never even think I have to check through this. Yeah. And it's poison. My I, parents I, had my sister get a couple. Like she had one that was given to her, I think, from my mom. And they went to Chicago. I think I remember them going to like a Chicago for a girls weekend for maybe like the Girl Scouts. And they all went and they all got like a new dress for their American girl doll. It was a very big deal. I remember. So it's awful to see that now they're pushing trans stuff. Like, are they going to have a, a doll that has, you know, zipper tits or what? What's going on? Yeah. yeah well, th I, that, that's the thing. Sorry. Go ahead, Frank. Nope. I'm going to cut you off. Twice in a row. <laughs> All right. Rock, paper, scissors. Too, like I had three sisters growing up and American doll was a huge thing. I had a sister who was like really into them and collected them. And just from having seen that much of it. And, and you're right. In the nineties, like the American girl, American, yeah. American girl stores were a thing. You could buy dresses, whatever. But like looking at the brand from, from that distance, it seemed like it wasn't only a very wholesome and pro-America brand. It would seem like it was a very conservative brand. It was, it, you know, it was a very pro-American history. It was none of this woke nonsense. So one of the things that stuck out in this story to me was the fact that this book that you're talking about is not new. This book came out a few years ago, I believe. Is that about me? Is that about me? That's that chat? <laughs> I the bearded it. lady in the bottom corner. He said, who's that bearded lady in the bottom corner? And I could That's Dylan wasn't on anything else. Okay, come on, guys. Dylan, I think How dare beard. you? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> but you're right. right. It, it's not surprising. And I, and to Tom's credit, they would probably have the scars on the uh, where the breast would be. I mean, Blue's Clues had it on one of their shows where they yeah had, a little beaver, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I so sick. I dove into the like. Is I there was a double covering... meaning behind that? <laughs> yeah, he I did. Mean... He dove into that trans beaver. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I did a deep dive on all the, the children's oh. cartoon symbolism is my point uh, about six months ago for an episode I was doing. And the Blue's Clues one, I'd seen that clip a million times, but I never really watched it. And I'll say this, it's way worse when you watch it because it, I actually had to look up what all the flags and all that stuff meant that they're pushing on your kids. And it includes pedophilia flags and includes one called the Bear Gang, which is like hairy older men for boys. Like this is the type of stuff they're putting in a, a show for I mean, I watched Blues Clues when I was like three and four years old, and they're putting in like it's not just pro gay, pro LGBT. It's pro pedophilia. It's pro kink. Like there was like leather daddy kink flags. Like it was. Is there egregious? A, sorry, I didn't mean to 
is there is there a power bottom flag? I'm interested in knowing what that would look like. <laughs> Probably there is. Um, I don't know. I, there's there's too many flags. I don't remember them all. But I just the one that stuck out to me was the the bear flag was in it, and it was like hairy older men for young boys flag is what it stood for. And I was like, that's in a that's in a show for three years old three year olds. So gross. Yeah. Yeah. For everyone coming in real quick, just to make a quick announcement. Salty has already left. We we had him for the first hour of the show. Uh, so. Uh, he is no longer here. If you want to go back and watch that, you can just, you know, rewind uh, about where we have yep. <laughs> uh, So rewind about an hour or so and you'll you'll catch him in there. He was here for about for about an hour. So sorry. Uh, yeah. PJ, and, and if he ever sees this part of the show, thank you again, Salty, for coming on. It was a lot of fun. Absolutely. To have you. Yeah. Yeah. Was, Absolutely. I had honestly never heard of him, which I think says a lot about censorship. Like, I think we'd have him on again. What do you guys think? I feel salty. like we could, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could come back. I think we don't know. But you, yeah. I think Abby's making a good point. Salty has, a, a you know, the Salty Army. He's got a, a big following. Yet, Huge. if you're not in the right circle, you won't know who he is. And that's because of, of censorship. that virtual exactly. filter, right? Yeah. <laughs> the virtual filter. It's the VF. I'm dead serious. Banning. It's not shadow banning. It's virtual filters or whatever. Yeah, they we're, they're, they're not shadow banning anybody. <laughs> Yeah. I had no idea why why Tom and Frank and MPJ were so excited to have have Salty on, and I looked him up and I was like, oh shoot, this is he's pretty big. Yeah, S- Salty Slav says Salty saved my life. I would Aww. bet you that there are people who got real depressed in 2020 who had mm-hmm. been saved. You know, not necessarily like sal- salvation, but saved. Like, um, thank God my nights are not dooming now. My nights are maybe having a couple beers and watching someone else bitch like I would be at the wall. And I think a lot of people felt that way in 2020 and through the last year, couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. I remember uh, when I came across this channel and, and saw, I was like, wow, you know, this guy's, you know, would say a lot of stuff. I, I would think I typically don't say out loud. <laughs> yeah. It's like I had 2,500 people watching a live stream and you'd be excited to, to be one of them. And now that look, mm-hmm. now look at him go. So, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Breaking records over there on Rumble. Yeah, I love Breaking. it. I love seeing Rumble grow. And we're on Rumble, too, for people who might be have been following us on YouTube. We created a Rumble channel now. Yeah, we are. Um, and we're going to be live streaming there soon. So I, I'm going to grab that for yeah. you guys and drop it in the yeah, chat. Yeah, Salty's a great guy. He he. Sh- I know how many. I don't know how many different times he shouted out my channel during his uh, streams uh, back in 2020. Field, Field Marshal General Frank. Dr. Yep. Dr. Frank. <laughs> That's right. Dr. Field General Frank. Um, and you know, I, I'm indebted to that. I absolutely love that. He did that for me <clears throat> being way smaller than him. And I know I've, you know, shouted out him as many people as I could, but you know, not being as big a channel as him, but it just shows how much he cares about the other <clears throat> creators in this sphere that we, you know, operate in and that, you know, things that we have to go up against, uh, on a daily basis against, uh, the visibility filters on the social media companies. Well, I think it's also important that we recognize like right now while it's happening that this was probably a stream. If we were not being watched before, this is certainly a stream that now we're on the federal government's radar because Salty was a part of the uh, the congressional record for the impeachment trials of January 6th. So, you know, we're like, you know, a couple degrees of Kevin Bacon from being, you know, outlaws. Oh, well. Yeah. You guys were already on that list. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Damn. How do you now think got an extra set on him? <laughs> I get that comment often. People are like, are you on a list? I'm like, I'm sure I'm on a list. I'm sure I'm, I'm on a I couple pr- of lists. I, I have not flown that he came since on January 6th or January 7th. Oh, yeah? I have not flown since January 7th. Probably smart. I, I, 
I did. Not been able to or at, what? I wasn't there. So no. Well, I haven't tested it uh, because I was I was at the Capitol on January sixth. You know how I know <laughs> you know how I know I've been on a list for years is because I used to be able to go and buy a gun, get it same day, which is the law in Michigan, and I have not bought a gun in five years without having a week or two week waiting period for no reason. They won't tell me what it is. Seriously? But ev- yeah. Every time I go to buy a gun, they're like, oh, the FBI says we have to hold this for a little while and just, you know, make sure. They won't tell me. Yeah. They won't tell me why. So for the last, yeah, I would say about five years, if I go to buy a gun, I'm, I, I have to wait a week. So I'm really happy that, like, like Frank said, that Salty is willing to give people shout outs like that and to help grow other accounts because all jokes aside, yeah, he was targeted in that impeachment hearing. But imagine if there weren't an Alex Jones or a Tim Pool or other voices like him there wouldn't be that record of people, you know, speaking their mind and saying what all of Americans were thinking, whether they were allowed to say it then or not. And I think that's, you know, part of the the first step in the process is having the courage to speak up. So props to him for doing that. Yeah. Um, and and to back uh, to back piggyback on a topic we talked about last week about the face eating uh, cannibals down in Florida uh, who were zombie infected i came across this story i thought it was pretty funny because i came across it right after we had the show if there were zombie apocalypse (laughs) the cdc research shows your best chance for survival is in this red state sorry uh it is florida actually (laughs) i knew it total (laughs) michigan of course michigan florida look Uh, i'm gonna make a a red state been stolen yeah Yeah, Uh, we've been a red state stolen Somebody asked us if me and Abby are on the same channel. We are, and I just dropped in the chat if you guys are interested in some conspiracy content. So that's there. But yeah, go ahead and tell me why you think Florida is better than Michigan at this. Well, no, I'll tell you what I'll, I'll tell you what WayneDupree.com says okay. about it. How's that? <laughs> it said, inspired by the U.S. Centers of Disease and Control Prevention Zombie Preparedness Guide for 2011. Yes, the CDC really made this. Researchers at Lawn Love and uh, analyzed 26 key factors that measured zombie preparedness across 200 U.S. cities. When you consider aspects like the number of people in poor health in the community, the number of local supermarkets, the number of hunting supply stores, the number of basements and bunkers under local homes, Orlando, Florida tops the list of the best cities to be in to survive a zombie apocalypse. Orlando finished number one in terms of supplies and protection. The city also ranked high in terms of vulnerability and mo- uh, vulnerability and mobility. Moreover, Tampa 6, Miami 8 finished in the top 10, making the Sunshine State your best chance to avoid a gory zombie-related demise. Rounding up the other top five zombie-proof cities is Salt Lake City, Honolulu, Portland, and Colorado Sp- Springs. Portland? <laughs> you got Portland? Dude, Portland. They, Portland. they also said Honolulu. Honolulu Portland is screwed. Was yeah. Have you seen that? Have you played Dead Island? And also, Portland is already taken over by zombies. Okay, like they can't. Also true. Go ahead. Who in their right mind hits a zombie apocalypse and says, "I'm going to go to a city." Right. Right. Well, I will say this about Portland: they might have a point there because you're less likely to die of zombies even in a zombie apocalypse in Portland than you are from Antifa. So what they're saying isn't that you're safe. In general, you just are more likely to get killed by Antifa You'll be shot. members. You'll be shot, You'll be shot by a stray bullet outside a chop or something like that before yeah, you absolutely. get a, a bitten. <laughs> to let me to all of your Waffle Truly Salter, thankful for man. That. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Waffle you so Salter. That he is says, amazing. Salty led me to all of your channels. Truly thankful for that. Cheers. 
And and um, while we're saying thanks to people for things, we should all just say right now into the camera how thankful we are for all of the people at home watching and helping to support and generally just cheer for this channel and the different shows that kind of come together to make it up. So we appreciate your patronage, your audienceness, your encouragement, and all those things, including your prayers. Coming up this Christmas, so all that aside, Merry Christmas to you as well. We'll be doing a Christmas Eve show. Can we announce that? Are we, t- are yeah, we saying we that now? That. Well, we can. We just did, so there you go. 10 o'clock, <laughs> 10 Eastern. 10 o'clock Eastern on Christmas Eve. You won't have much to do except for wrap presents, drink schnocker noggin, and wrap your kids' stuff, so listen to this instead. Or wow. Either way. Shirley, you know, Unicorn says the first... Maybe, uh, go ahead. Finish up, Tom. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, sometimes you get a little lazy in the night and you start sticking like to and froms right on the thing instead of wrapping it. You ever see that one? Yeah. <laughs> Some things that aren't even wrapped up. They're just there. Just, from there. Santa, you didn't even wrap it. You know? <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> Three kids. <laughs> um, Shirley, uh, Unicorn says, first season, Rick Grimes apparently didn't get the memo on not going to cities. Yeah, like the number one thing you should know about a zombie apocalypse is never go to a city. But I will say this, talking about safe cities for zombie apocalypse stuff. There's only one city in America that I know of that has a zombie preparedness plan. Sorry, what am I missing? Let's not let's not sleep on this. This is a great idea. This needs to happen. And people can <laughs> send you in submissions. You want to read it? Tom, read it, Tom. Gold, Gold Bud says, you guys should do a little segment each week where you that. each give... Fr- where you each give Frank two words to pronounce. LOL. Charlemagne. More like Charmelaine. 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 <laughs> I will create a stinger for this if you guys really want it. It'll be like pronouncing words with Frank. or, or like It is a, one of my Sesame favorite Street parts one? of the show. Yeah, me too. What's like a Sesame Street one where they teach kids words? I'll try like mimic that. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. Today's show is brought to you by the word blank. And then it'll be Frank trying to say it earlier in the, in the week. If you really want to see me struggle words, come tune in on my uh, Bible studies we have in the morning. And when we get into the, some of the scriptures where some of the words are like, whoa. Yeah, no one, no one can pronounce names out of the Bible correctly. I'm convinced of this. <laughs> I can, but that's just because I'm better than everyone else. Nerd. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What I was, what I was going to say is that um, Lansing, Michigan, as far as I know, is the only uh, city in America that has an actual zombie preparedness oh, yeah. plan in writing like that's been passed by the city and every year they have a zombie walk in downtown Lansing. So, uh, you know, and plus Michigan, you know, people in Michigan just, they have guns. Like everybody's got guns. So hell yeah, I'll make that case. Abby. Golden finger picker. I am on conspiracy pilled with PJ and my, uh, in here. There it is. That's it. <laughs> PJ yep. and, that third person we have no yeah it's a secret abby's third on host. twitter abby's got yeah. a, a fat twitter handle why don't you drop that in the, in the chat people can look, follow you yeah there. the abby the lib I'll, I'll drop it in <laughs> what does that say to you guys yeah how about abby libby the alias it, we don't it believe was, it for a minute <laughs> it was abby libby and then they took my account so i was like i'm gonna say i'm a lib you know so they, they won't take it away again <laughs> I'm a lib. By the way, blackface is the same as woman or woman face is the same as blackface. That's actually a really good idea. Just say like Abby the lib because like at first glance, they're going to be like, oh, maybe I'm not getting this as irony. And they just, you know, yeah, allow yeah. your channel to say whatever. Abby's yeah, kind of a big deal. She's got many leather bound books and her Twitter account smells of rich mahogany. Yes, yeah, her, her <laughs> followers smell of blue checks. 
she gets featured on the post millennial. <laughs> uh, okay, so I found out it was the second time I was featured, and I went back and I realized it was the same author for both times. And then, then I realized you. he was following me. So I <laughs> followed him back, and I was like, "Thank you." Usually, when guys follow women, it's not a good thing, but on Twitter, it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, me yeah when I do it in the street, I get, you know, in trouble. I, I get pepper sprayed. Yeah. <laughs> Spelunking content. content. Yeah, she yeah, does live streams on Twitter from the cave. <laughs> but for real, you guys, I, I am hopefully finally getting better after six weeks of being sick. It was COVID and then the flu. And then some sort of lower respiratory thing. You don't have to make up those different excuses. You were spelunking and everyone's fine with that. And that's why you didn't, that's why you didn't know about salty cracker. Cause you were living in a cave for weeks. I was too busy living in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happened with her. That's why she was, don't let her lie to you. <laughs> I used to live in a van down by the river, but you know, that's actually, I am a story. little suspicious, Abby, because you said that you might have gotten it or given it to, to PJ over the, we said over the stream was like a joke. But now I'm feeling like I'm a little sick. My wife has been out and about. Now she's super sick. Frank's family said, you know, they're feeling mm. a little sick too. Yeah. So I was gonna mask. make got a mask up on <laughs> yeah, I was gonna make PJ mask before we came on tonight, but he said he didn't feel too well. So I, I'm not I don't wanna be the responsible I don't want to be responsible for giving salty the flu. Stream aids <laughs> as they call showed it. Yeah. Up on here. <laughs> hey, hey, let's keep a distance of six pixels, all right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so did you guys see this story over here real quickly? Pull up, not speaking to black people on this one. Nope. <laughs> yes, if you're black, mute. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for you. Yeah, no. Frank wants you to know if you're black, this doesn't pertain to you. Buzz off. <laughs> so bad. Uh, we don't mean go. that. That's a big joke. Ha ha he he. Yeah, it's a big uh, inside. If joke. you're black, you have to listen. Listen up. We're telling you what to do now. Oh, I lost <laughs> even <story>. worse. <laughs> Where did the story go? <laughs> oh no. Pick a lane. I don't have the story. Let me. I gotta grab it now. My bad. <laughs> Jesus, black woman, a- amateur. I'm it's coming amateur. out. It's coming on uh, CP time. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> the article's here. It's just gonna be late. It's on its way. It's still at its house. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody I, see that uh, Meghan Markle documentary that Meghan and Harry? Yeah, I watched the first hour of this. So. Yeah, we can talk about that for a minute while Frank looks that up. We were <laughs> so yeah, the whole thing. This is the most boring documentary I've ever seen in my life. Did you watch the first hour of it, Abby, or any of it? No. Wait, Thank before you guys yeah. go on, which one is this? Is this the uh, the orange one or the uglier one of the, the boys, the princes? It's the orange yeah. one. Oh yeah. Ah, okay. Right. Orange, 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 good, orange man, good. Yeah, so like I remember seeing the trailer for this, and the trailer is, "Hey, by the way, leave us alone." Also, we're gonna do a three-part documentary where you're gonna have to like be forced. We're gonna like force ourselves in your living room. Pay attention to us that as we tell you how much we don't like being in front of the camera and the media. Which, when I watched it, I expected a little bit more of that, and instead, all you got was <clears throat> an hour of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry sharing their childhood photos and saying, "Hey." We hid from the press for three months before they knew we were dating because we didn't want to be in front of the cameras. So here's all of that footage that we took because we couldn't stop being in front of our own cameras for three months. And now we're <laughs> going to force you to watch it in your living room as we call each other weird, cute pet names and talk about how bad it is to be in front of cameras. for now. It's the worst documentary in the world. Like, I don't know who's asking for this. And like, that's the question is like, 
are people actually like I know there's people who are obsessed with celebrity, but are people actually asking to see that one person who is only black because she tells us <clears throat> she's black all the time, and that prince we didn't know the name of because we're Americans, and we don't give a shit about the 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 monarchy. Can I or, interject a thought or a yeah. guess? I think yeah. it's money laundering. I think they're trying to launder money into the North Americas and the best way for them to do it is like a Pearson publishing deal for Obama, but Netflix for the Prince. Why would they pay them hundreds of millions of dollars for 15 hours of footage that they could otherwise just come up with or make up stories about and then interview them for? It's because now they can say, well, we sold media and the media was worth something. And that's something we did. We said was millions and millions and millions. And so now they get paid off this money that was probably going to be given to them somehow. Only now they have a legal up and up above board transaction and it's excusable. People are just now saying who, who cares? But the reality is they, they don't care if you care. It's a way to pay these people off for something. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I have that story, by the way, now. All right. So it's right here. If you guys were uh, tuned into Fox news, um, this uh, former liberal Shepra, uh, Sherpa, Fox, Sherpa, Sherpa, <laughs> the liberal Sherpa. <laughs> yeah. She's always on Tucker Carlson. Today's stream is brought to you by the word Sherpa. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before before we go on with this, Abby, I feel like we just skipped over Abby's opinion of the prince and princess. She didn't should. watch it. Screw her opinion. I actually <laughs> sat through that crap. All right. <clears throat> Never mind, Abby. You got skipped. All right. So yep. we're on to the <laughs> former liberal Sherpa of Fox News charged with kidnapping, financially exploiting her elderly mother. This is Kathy Aru tricked her mother into believing she was going on an ice cream outing with her granddaughters, but instead locked her into a care facility. Well, I mean, let who me, doesn't get rid of your mom that way? You stick her in the old folks home and you hope Ben Stiller doesn't put her on lawn care duty. Let me, let me tell you this. <laughs> the, the makeup department at Fox news does wonders. <laughs> Dude. If you're a lady, never get a there. middle part. If you're a lady going to have a picture <laughs> taken from the top, don't get a middle part. Not a good look. Does she from the not top? Look- I said, does she not look like someone who would, st- <laughs> would explain Have you seen the videos of her on Tucker? Though? No. It's it's pretty wild. Oh, she's been great. Kathy yeah. has always been the one who's like defending the dumbest things possible. She will take the dumbest stance because they need her to, and then she's happy to defend it with a smile. She's, I think, what she, correct me if I'm wrong, but she was doing the Seventeen magazine or Teen People or Teen Vogue. She was a, a she wrote for Teen Vogue. Am I wrong on this? They they asked her about it, and she. Uh, she was, anyways. Tucker Carlson has great clips. I'll shut up. Yeah, no, Kathy. Yeah, she also worked for the Washington Post magazine, contributed editor who made a name for herself by providing a left wing point of view on Fox News. Was arrested in Florida, my home state, of accusations that she kidnapped and financially exploited her elderly mother, uh, who dubbed herself the liberal liberal Sherpa. For so. Frequent- We're talking about glass ceilings tonight. This woman's breaking glass ceilings. We were constantly hearing stories about Florida man, but what about Florida woman? Yes. So where's the person who kidnaps their their mother for meth money? That's not a man. You know what I mean? You're assuming their gender. It's rude. Well, you know, Florida man assumes a gender and she's breaking those (laughs) glass ceilings. So I'm, I'm actually proud of her. Thank you, PJ, for recognizing that, you know, the the progress women have made in our society. Yeah. Yeah, so Somebody suck it, to. Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, women too. Not women too can abuse the elderly. Well, look at Dr. Jill. She's set an example for all young women everywhere abusing her husband the way they are. Facts. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Who's who's worse, uh, her or uh, Fetterman's wife? Good question. <laughs> well, Fetterman's wife, she, she really came at the media saying it was irresponsible of them 
to ask if he was in the correct men- like medical condition to even be a senator. She chopped at them for that. So I have, she'll be a great senator, I think, his wife. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing, too, is like we actually know who's running that one with with uh, Biden. It's not Jill. It's probably Obama, but it's not Jill. So she's probably I would I would go with Tom on this, that she's the worst wife of the two. <laughs> yeah. OK. Yeah, I give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I think uh, Fetterman's wife's pretty horrible as well. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. You know whose wife is the worst? William Jefferson Clinton. I thought you were going to say your wife for a second because you're looking at Jesus, around, what like, am I, an idiot? No, I'm not suicidal. No, I'm like, I'll talk shit about Hillary Clinton. I won't talk shit about my wife. I'm not suicidal. <laughs> I have dirt that will lead to the arrest of... I can't say. Not in this house. <laughs> yeah, for all of you that are tuning in, you missed the uh, Hillary Clinton sing-along. Or what was it? The, uh, oh, no. I gotta go find the actual clip because you guys are disappointing with this Can we walk you find- oh are we going to do it again and the real one oh, you guys keep talking amongst yourselves <laughs> oh my gosh all right well as tom's looking for that let me go ahead and pull up this other story that i had uh that i thought was uh pretty funny well actually yeah now we already talked about that one we hit it with uh with salty while he was here it's terrible yeah oh most of these stories we hit with salty I wanted to talk about this one story, but I just, I don't know if you guys have looked into it yet or not because it kind of was breaking today. But about this uh, soccer, this whole soccer murder conspiracy this thing. Is that's so going on. interesting. Yeah. Because... yeah go ahead. Let's talk about this one. So yeah. I'll just read the headline really quick. It says American sports writer dies suddenly after collapsing in his press box the World Cup in Qatar. His brother says he was killed for his LGBT support. What really happened? So what what happened, Abby? I think. It's the vaccine. I mean, this guy is a a huge vaccine supporter. I think that if there was any way for them to to say, uh, other than his brother, for anyone to say it was because of the LGBT thing, because earlier in the week he was ejected, I guess, from from the, because he wore a a pride flag in and, and security was like, no, you can't do that. That's against the laws here. And so, you know, his brother's trying to paint it as, as an LGBT thing, but if they could, if they could take that ball and run with it, you know they would. Yeah, I, I no, don't understand. Che- the Chepo team says it's climate change. <laughs> hey, Chepo <laughs> team, what's up? Because um, if it was, if, if it was a gay thing, they would have just thrown him off a rooftop. That's <clears> what they do over there. So, <laughs> <laughs> died suddenly as, as he hit the ground at sixty miles an hour. Is the part they're leaving out of this story? So maybe it was his LGBTQ support. But I will say this: no. It, it's weird to me, like if if Qatar is so hell bent on keeping gays out of their country, why do they let soccer in? <laughs> it's like, hey, you know what? We're really against gay people. Let's find the largest group of queers that we can and just like bring them into the country to play a sport that nobody watches, and then you know ban them from pr- saying that they're gay or something. I don't know. It's really really interesting tactics there. Tom, you were going to say. Oh, I just I don't soccer fan. I mean, no, just that. Um, oh, I'm not a soccer fan at all. No, I was was still trying to find the damn clip um, from (laughs) Hillary Hillary driving off the cliff. There's like a there's a well known, uh, you know, it's from I think it's Billy Madison's O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. The whole car just going off the cliff. They added that clip to the end of Hillary Clinton's car karaoke. (laughs) Dying to find it, but I can't. No, I don't give a shit about soccer yeah. or football, <laughs> as uh, as the gays call it. I just think it's so, weird that they they want to blame this death on him wearing a gay shirt. Did you watch the video of his brother? 
because his brother is the gay one of the two of them. I, I got yeah. like tossed up when I was reading this article because it says um, the guy's name, whose brother is openly gay, was wearing the shirt. And I'm like, wait, so it wasn't the gay guy wearing the shirt. It was the gay guy's brother who's there as a ally. reporter. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm an ally. You guys are, are, are anti-gay. Well, I'm pro-gay. I'll be pro-gay right in your face. He stops. They tell him you can't come in with that shirt. You'll be killed for it. And he's like, I'm coming in anyways. So then they say, okay, let's shake hands because we're not trying to stop you. You just know that we're trying to save you from getting beat up. He goes in and then apparently he collapses. So yeah, they could have like injected him. They could have shanked him. They could have done anything to get him to collapse. But I think you're right. He was probably just, you know, the heat of the moment watching all these hot, frothy guys running around. He probably just dropped. <laughs> Got his heart rate up a little bit. You know, and then the blood clot hit him. Yeah. Yeah. If, if he had a wife. Way- Sorry, <laughs> go ahead, Babby, nope. what were you saying? If there's any Libby, way they please. could have said he was stabbed for, for being gay or for supporting, they would have done it. The fact that they're so died suddenly collapsed, it just it's suspicious. Was it's there almost like hammer down at scene? <laughs> it's, it's almost like there was a documentary that came out like two weeks ago called Died Suddenly, and we've seen this massive increase of headlines over the last two years of died suddenly and there's one thing linking together and chepo team's got it it's climate change gay. it's gay climate, climate change. change gay climate change abby, was that a yawn you just did abby were you yawning we're making like a, you were doing like a whole you're making like a weird face a minute ago i can't remember why i was making that face but it wasn't a yawn <laughs> oh the died, died suddenly because oh, i wonder yeah, I if like... this guy did he collapse or did he go <laughs> she was having her and Katie then Perry. freak out so, Katy Perry Pfizer yeah. face is going on. <laughs> so it was either SADS or climate change. <laughs> you guys remember? Um, oh, never mind. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> no, what? remember what? Irrelevant. I forget. It's interesting. No, they, they had all these videos with... of the people like swatting over their shoulder and turning around swatting, and then they like spaz out and drop. You guys like see these videos yeah, of people yeah. swatting over their shoulder, look like, like literally as if they're being touched by the angel of death. They turn, they swat it away, and then they like and just drop. And you see a young, old, gay, straight, Singaporean, whomever. I mean, it's all over the world. People are doing this. It's almost like when there is a collection of data that is evidence. And then you look at that. Like this one always got to me because when I saw like one or two videos early on where you saw needle, you know, a syringe without a needle in it and they're putting up to a politician's arm and they're, they're doing this over and over again, or they've got an already empty syringe and they're putting it up to a politician's arm. And they're pulling it away. And it's like, you see one or two and you're like, maybe it's a trick of the camera. Maybe they screwed up. And then it's like every single prominent politician that decided to go on air in front of you and show you that they got this jab. Every single one of them has an empty syringe or a needleless syringe. And it's like, at some point, at some point that connects and that means something. Yeah. Do you guys think that Trump took the jab? Yeah. Probably. Do you think that he actually took the real one, or you think that he took the, the water, like the? I think he thinks he took the real one. That's an interesting take. Yeah. <laughs> he. I thought if he, anything, maybe he would think he took the placebo, and instead maybe someone. I don't know. That would be real, you know, locked down. Someone injecting the president with something, but it's also his vaccine. If they said, "Sir, it's the first ever, you know, vial of vaccine," what do you think? He he might have been like, "All right, go for it. Let's do it. Fire it up. Two of them at a time. One in each arm. I got enough." I make a, Do I make a muscle? Do I not make a muscle? I have too much muscle. I'm the strongest guy you've ever met. Did you know that? Yeah, I think he's he's so genuinely proud of himself for it. Like yeah. I have never felt like any of that was not genuine. Yeah. 
that's the thing about Trump too, is you can tell when he's genuine about something. And it, it does seem like he is really proud of that accomplishment. The same way, like when you see him up there hugging the American flag, it's different than when Biden is like, yeah, America sucks. And I hate every one of you, but you know, uh, God bless him. You know, the thing, you know, like that's, th there's a difference. It's like everything they say is perverted inside and upside down. Like you watch, um, them say Trump doesn't care about America when he is the only one to care in like 50, 60 years. You watch them say he's got all these different scandals when really now we see every single one of those things was detailed in the background, but it was just Biden, not Trump. All those Russia things, the P, P dossier, all these different things is likely the Bidens, not the Trumps. They just changed the name. But it's also that they want now to say, oh, uh, you know, oh, sorry, you got this pulled up. I don't want to delay it any longer. I lost my train of thought, Bill. So here we go. This is what Tom was trying to find earlier. So I found That's it for him. It. Yeah, I, way more important. <laughs> yeah, so let's go take a listen. This I'm like a dog. I'm like a dog, and this oh, is the squirrel. Boy. Go ahead. Oh, big news. Big news. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, I'm a person. Hey, I remember why I was saying that. It's because they showed you they were taking the jab, which makes me think they probably didn't take it because they're going to do everything in opposite land and antithesis right. everything. So if they say, if they say, watch me getting the jab, everybody, I'm sure it's not them getting the jab. And like, if they right. said that they didn't do it, they probably did. Which is interesting too, because like a lot of celebrities get lumped into this and it makes you wonder what Justin Bieber and his wife did to piss off the elite that they, they got the real thing and they got the, the Bell's palsy or whatever. So. Yeah. Well, I, I bet you this, they probably knew there would be some, I mean, <clears throat> hey, if, if this is the Depop, then you know that this was also planned and told to the people that know about it ahead of time. So they would know not to take it. And they would also know to predict the public will have some negative side effects. They'll have some problems. It'll look weird if there are not celebrities that also have some problems. So we got to let some people just dangle and they don't care. Justin Bieber's a useful idiot. He's a pawn. They don't care about a $400 million kid. Well, Justin was good friends with Kanye until recently. Yeah. Until recently. You know, Aaron you know Carter tried to get in touch with Kanye and then they, Aaron Carter. Aaron so Carter got Hillary. Hillary. To be a little conspiratorial on this, we got talking about this the other night with uh, young rappers dying over the last 10 years. And, you know, there's this conspiracy. Just the last I'm, year. I'm starting to, well, oh, no, over the last 10 years. Like, well, some of them are stupid because they post all their, their money on like Snapchat and then they come and get robbed and shot for it. But like Mac Miller and a bunch of other people. Right, right, right. So, like, the conspiracy is that, they're, like, I've pointed this out to people before, but if you listen to rap music over the last 10 years, it's the exact same beat. You can actually, like, play them side by side. I've shown this to people. You can play all the same songs. You know they're written by, like, one dude, right? And they're finding a bunch of 20-year-olds out of the hood, and they're, like, taking them and making them into millionaires. They put these giant insurance policies on these these kids that have some stupid gangster name, and then they die, and it's just like they're just pumping out the same guy over and over and over then, and then just collecting on the insurance money. And I, I'm starting to become convinced of this when you actually start to look into it. It's like, oh, all of these rappers who are definitely getting the exact same music from the exact same dude who's producing them are all like big enough to, to be worth enough for an insurance policy and then dying suddenly. Like, and then they're replaced like the next day by someone who's a carbon copy of them. So I don't know. Yeah, That's you notice the people theory. who are all on the same page, they're all aligned with each other, are the same people who have been uh, produced by Jimmy Iovine. And Rick Rubin. If you look at those yeah. two producers and you look at the mega hits, it's like 80% of them over the last couple of decades. It's Jimmy Iovine or Rick Rubin. And you'll say, okay, well, these are the guys who understand like that, that seventh note chord structure and how to make someone always feel like the end of the song is like, 
you know, resonating and it's resolved itself and they feel good as a person that the song really hit them. Those are those guys that know how to like really make a song like in your brain. And so they do it more, I think now that way, they don't even need the person to be an authentic star to write a song that way. They can see on the internet what works, what doesn't. They can have AI rewrite a love song. They don't need that anymore from Sarah Bareilles, that kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Aaron Carter, Jingle, uh, the Backstreet Boys, Jingle Ball fans cheer wildly at Mayor's, Mayor's Madison Square Garden. No backlash amid Nick uh, Carter's lawsuit. And he's being what sued lawsuit? right now for uh, allegedly sexual battery. Can we just He has a, a sexual battery? Normally you just mm. use a dildo. Why would he have to take a battery? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Frank, it's better you than a hammer. Me. It's better than a hammer. <laughs> Yeah, Nick Carter is in front and center of the Backstreet Boys, and based on their live performance on Friday night, fans are backing him after a woman sued him for sexual battery. Uh, Backstreet Boys took to the stage for Madison Square Garden Jingle Bells singing the Wham! classic late last Christmas, and the crowd went wild, particularly when Nick soloed on the first verse. It was the group's first performance since Nick was accused of the 2001 insult. This is the first time I'm learning that Nick... Carter was in Backstreet Boys, so <laughs> well, really? ABC, I don't know the difference between any of these guys. Yeah, Nick Carter, Nick Carter, who is the brother of Aaron Carter. Yeah, uh, we know Aaron Carter uh, got offed. Uh, Nick Carter denies allegations ever happened, but was reported ABC canceled the Backstreet Boys primetime holiday special. And uh, now it's this just, is a great uh, way to cancel five white guys at a time, though, right? Or yeah. perceivably white because they're all millionaires now. I know AJ and Joey Fatone are like questionable. They're a little brown, a little uh, one drop percent. You know what I mean? What, what were you saying a second ago, Abby, though? At the, um, at the there's a lot of people in the chat talking about Joe Rogan, and I, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Is there some like breaking no. story with Joe Rogan right now? or what? Whenever there's a big chat, someone always puts a Joe Rogan RIP. I'm sure that's what it is. Did you oh, okay. look it up on Twitter yet? I, I'm looking, and I don't, I don't see anything. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> had me freaking out for a second there. Good job. Joe, Joe Rogan died suddenly it's, because of uh, ivermectin. <laughs> the horse case. He, he finally horse took a horse pace. dose and it was too much. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's eight. It's eight fifty one. So we have nine minutes left. We're calling last call. If well, anyone has or no. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. No, please. I was just, just going to say um, we were going to extend last call a little bit longer. So that way we can get through all of these, uh, all of these super chats that we have uh, here so we can recognize everybody. So if you, as uh as Tom was saying, if you do have a super chat and you want to go ahead and throw it in the last call, go right ahead. We're going to go ahead and start reading some of these off because we got quite a few tonight to get through. So uh, first, go ahead. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll pull them up for you. All right. Appreciate it. Uh, first one was from Pew Pew with Todd for $20. says, I'm super stoked. Didn't know Mr. Salty was going to be here tonight. Re, the salt must flow. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Pew Pew with Todd. And Tater Eggs came in, said, thank you, Pew Pew. God bless. Thank you, Tater and Eggs, for the uh, super chat as well. Yeah, I just want to say again, Salty was such a great guest. So it was really amazing we were able to get him on here. I'm glad you guys were able to show up and uh, be a part of this. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for, thanks again for coming out in numbers. It was a lot of, yeah. a lot of fun to see. Yeah, this is uh, obviously record-breaking tonight for uh, the Last American Pubcast channel. Uh, so we could not have done that without the Salty Army's help and the Pubcasters all showing up in support as well. So we do appreciate you guys. I know there's a lot of uh, y'all that are pubcasters and salty army. So thank you for the uh, for the dual support. 
uh, from you guys. So it's absolutely amazing what you guys have done for this channel and helping us continue to grow it and continue to help our reach. And even over on Rumble and Odyssey as well over there, uh, supporting us over on those other platforms as well, which is very important. This one coming in from Building with Todd. I wonder if he knows Pew Pew with Todd. Anyway, <laughs> watching live from the, or excuse me, watching live from the uh, Grid Ranch in BFE, Arizona, while cleaning my fishing rods, the salt must flow. Re. I love that. Yeah. Can I just say real quick that the last American Pumpcast channel on YouTube is at 2,980 followers? Almost wow. 3,000. Wow. Well, it's beginning of three live, right? Is that what you're trying to get at? We yeah, could hit three live with all the people cool that are here. So, yeah, that's awesome. So, if you have not I, subscribed, help us get over that three thousand mark now. <laughs> I know some people are watching this from Frank's channel or from Rumble or from Odyssey. It's all amazing. Yeah. But if you can uh, support the Last American Podcast over on YouTube and and Rumble and Odyssey, just follow all of them. Yeah, because that helps us take the people oh. from YouTube faster back over. So it's like right. the exactly. faster you send the canoe back to the island, the faster we can get them back over to the mainland. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> right. Get a bigger canoe. Oh, I should add while we're talking about um, Odyssey and Rumble, the few odyssey and rumbles that came in so from space pirate ivan he said game on yar and then american dream said salty time because time is racist something like that <laughs> salty space pirate ivan again says fact is usa having trouble trafficking the 80 billion in arms that they left in afghanistan so the uniparty uh, the, the uni party war party needs a good dealer referring to victor boot that's why they released him to keep the nazis afloat can I just say something about that real quick? Because everybody keeps calling him a Russian arms dealer, but it's not like he didn't also work for the United States government and every other government Bingo. in the world. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. We just passed 3,000. Thank you, guys. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's quick. That was amazing. That's, that's yes, worth a drink. Thank you. That's guys. worth a drink. Cheers. You guys are amazing. Good on you. Watch so this one, this one came in from Tater and Egg. says, thank you, building with Todd. God bless. Then we have this one from Ken says Hillary photograph with exposed for JJ. No, <laughs> we don't there's, want there's that. some breaking stories that we just don't want to cover on this, <laughs> on this channel. And that is one. So that is one for yeah. sure. that's gotta be about Vijaya Gotti. <laughs> I think so, but I either, think so. I've Vijaya Gotti too. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Tater and eggs with the 25 says, thank you, Ken. God bless. Thank you. Uh, Tater and eggs. Thank you. This one, the, this one coming from Waffle Salter for the hundred dollars says, "Cheers, Berserkers!" The salty Berserkers who are in the chat. Thank you guys. You so guys much. are amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And we just got another one over here on Rumble, so I'll do the Rumbles right now if I could. Yeah, um, start at the top here. So Craxon Jackson said, "Hey Frank, Tom, Abby, the Cave Dweller, and PJ Base." <laughs> I think we read that one. Craxon uh, Jackson also wanted to say, "Re." Thank you. Lizzie Longtoes says, hi, guys. Thanks. Love you. Salty Army is Legion. Drink. Keck. Craxon Jackson says, Lizzie Longtoes, absolutely. Long time super chatter. Thank you, Salty. I got my shirts today from Lizzie Longtoes. Blammo. Eat shit, commies, and more. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love it. F Fiona is my bitch. I think that's referring to the dog in the oh. photo. Says, Salty, much love. Fiona's the, the shepherd, I'm sure. And then we had no one to you says, yo, yo, salty. I've been thinking about how to get more ballots. All I've come up with is banging fat chicks. Can I, can I apologize to Fiona really quick? I'm sorry that Sam Britton stole your outfit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and then the last one here was crash bandit uh, on rumble says, pour one out 
Thanks for the link from Odyssey. Awesome. You're thank welcome. you so much. This one thank came you, in from you. this one came in from Raymaker. Said globalists need to learn from Yama, Yamamoto. They they walking a giant that they can't be stopped. The salt will flow. Good job on that one, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, you're waking a giant. <laughs> uh, Tater and Eggs came in and says, "Thank you, Waffle Salter. God bless you. Thank you Absolutely. again, Tater." Yeah. Amen. Uh, this one came from uh, President Carissa Saltine for fifty dollars. Says, "I love your show. Thank you for all the info." <laughs> thank you, thank you. And Tater and Eggs came in with says, "Thank you, Rainmaker. God bless." Thank you, Tater and Eggs. Tater and Eggs again for. $49.99, says, thank you, Carissa. God bless. Thank you again, Tater thank and Eggs. Thank you, Tater and Eggs. Yep. Yeah. We, all should, we also should say thank you to Mustacheologist. Sent one saying, uh, he says, Mohap, Michelle Obana. Oh, I can't even say it. Someone else has got this. Michelle, I don't know what it is. I can't see. Michelle Obama has a penis. You know about Mohap. Oh, you know, uh, know about Mohap. Yes. Mo-hap. No, this is, it says, Michelle Obama has a penis, Mohap. I don't know what it means. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Thanks for the super chat. <laughs> Young Canuck with the uh, $7 Super Chat said, God bless you guys. Thank you so much, Young Canuck. God bless you. Uh, Eminem for $40 says, Super Straight Non-Pedo Dono. Yeah, we don't <laughs> take so pedo much. money. Yeah. We don't yeah. take any pedo Thank money. Not Balenciaga, okay? Come on. Yeah. Thank you That's for our clarifying. Sponsor this, our sponsor for this uh, half hour, Balenciaga. <laughs> <laughs> At least uh, you can say it. <laughs> No, it's just we a fetus, have- okay? That makes it totally fine. <laughs> Microwaved Dr. Pepper also just sent five saying garlic bread. Okay. All right. I don't know why, but it's garlic. Yeah, garlic bread. That was the super chat. I, I'm nice. actually now hungry do. for garlic bread, so yeah. <laughs> I would tell you why, but I, he'll have to send another explainer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Tater and Eggs came in with 40, says, thank you, Eminem. God bless. Eminem says, Tater, you're killing it. Yes, thank you yeah, so much, yeah, Tater. Absolutely. Tater and Waffle Salter were in like a, 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 a something off. I don't know, even know what to call it. <laughs> Space Private Ivans for $10 and didn't leave anything. So thank you so much, though. Appreciate they're it. Love. Cha- it was, was a love cha- off. I was going to say they're in a chat off, but that just makes me think of Kurt Cobain because he's always shooting his mouth, mouth off. So I don't know. Don't you mean, <laughs> don't you mean Corbain? <laughs> Corbain. Corbain. <laughs> Oh, he's shooting his mouth did, off. Did okay. I say that live on the air, or was that before we I think it was before the show. Oh, yeah. It was before, yeah. <laughs> this is what we need to do. We need to start recording the pre-show and then make that the member segment we upload later. Yeah, I like Ooh. it. Some of those things. Frank, Frank says the darndest things before we're live, <laughs> and way more racist than you would ever imagine. Never. never. Against Hispanics. It's, it's always against Hispanics, too. It's like he hates himself. One of those self-loathing, uh, self-loathing. I've been called that on Twitter. Yeah, I I, I, I've got all kinds of DMs like that before. <laughs> hey, microwave popcorn. I'm sorry, microwave Dr. Pepper. A little uh, Freudian slip there. Microwave Dr. Pepper says, oops, this isn't a search engine. Great show, guys. That maybe explains the garlic bread. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what do we got next there, PJ? Uh, Space Pirate with the $10. And then we've got Taters and Eggs. Thank you again, Eminem. God bless you. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, Gary, Gary Smith. Smith with a $5. Thank you. Space, Space Pirate. Private. Yeah. Go ahead. Check, you you, check your Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we read them. I just did that. Biz not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tater and eggs. Thank you, Space. Thank Keep you on so rocking. Much. Waffle Salter with the other 100. It says more bubbly for the salty army mugs. Yes. Like or in our one salty army. 
Kevin hey. Evans for $20 says, hey, Salty, when Salty was on. Thank you so hey, much. Really? Microwave Dr. There. Pepper. Microwaved Dr. Pepper wants me to correct it again. I, I thought I said I made a mistake. He says popcorn. And I know I had to correct myself. It's microwaved <laughs> Dr. Pepper, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <coughs> uh, Timothy Brown with $50 says, Nick uh, Riketa just had a live stream covering the grand jury findings for the Loudoun County rape cover-up. I, it was shocking of how complicit the school board was in order to avoid blowback from trans activism. Yeah, that story's disgusting. Sorry, were you going to say something, Abby? Oh, just Riketa is one of those Riketa. guys who's not explicitly conservative, but is still very censored on, on YouTube. It just It's interesting to keep an eye on him. Yeah, I think he was really censored because of his uh, coverage of not only the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, but also the Amber Heard trial as well. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's gotten into some other. He, he just pokes his nose in the wrong places. So. He's a little narrative destroyer. He goes and plants himself in, in, in the narrative and just stands there and the, you know, kind of splits it up like a, a rock in a stream. He's sitting there going, mm, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. And people stand there and watch going, yeah, it doesn't. They don't like that. Exactly. He's like unzipping the narrative right before their eyes. Ocean Breeze. Yeah. Ocean Breeze Salty for $10 says they tied the tampon string into a noose and the FBI was called. <laughs> I love that's one of my favorite comments of the night. I love that one. Yeah. And then once they found out it was just a tampon, they all fought over it. <laughs> <laughs> Waffle Salter came in with another hundred dollars. Says, "Can we get Salty as Fauci and Tom as Trump debate parody?" Which we did. Thank oh, you. That so was much. so yeah. stressful. I've never been more stressed in my life to get something right, and I don't even think it was that great. But I think we we got we got through it. If yeah. you thought you were stressed, I guarantee you, Salty was stressed <laughs> being put I, on the spot. <laughs> oh, I mean, his Fauci's. Yeah, yeah, jeez. <laughs> Young Canuck with that was the fun. two it was the 279 yeah. uh live live stream the super chat kind of says when everything is racist nothing is absolutely Timothy to Brown for the $20 says Frank you would have had more attendees during this live stream if you didn't schedule it during the UFC 282 I was multitasking during the prelims come on Frank stop scheduling the live streams during Trump rallies and UFC things yeah, I know. When I'm like the worst available. yeah <laughs> i'm the worst scheduler ever <laughs> but that reminds us um if you're still you know making your calendar full for the holiday season um you can again remind yourself christmas eve 10 o'clock live last american pubcast absolutely yeah, right. and it will be a different time uh that night so we'll get with you guys as we get closer to that date right uh, William... 10... we just said 10 p.m eastern yeah. I think that's what we said. I couldn't remember. I just said that. And then you said, no, it'll be at a different time. I don't want any to fool anyone. It'll be at 10. <laughs> no, well, we'll start before Tom. No, I'm just kidding. Mom, <laughs> um, you come in at 10. We're, we're going to start at 9. And we, we end at 9.59. So. <laughs> I feel like Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown. <laughs> Poor Tom. Uh, William uh, Bedard. For $2 says, good to see you, Frank. Been a little while. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, Susie Doe. Susie Doe. Susdo. Susdio. Susudio. 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 Did she forget to back the day Pam Gear movies? Pam no, Greer. Did she, she forget every Pam Greer? She forgot every single action star who was a female for like 40 years, which is a, a, too long of a list for us to bring up. So guys, she didn't forget. She genuinely thinks she's the first one. Someone told her that and she didn't know anything. And she hasn't watched a movie since she was 14 because she'd been working. 
the original predator. This, the original this predator girl is stupid. Not not necessarily just arrogant. She just doesn't Alien. know outside of her own world. Think Harvey said. Harvey said, "You're the first uh, female action star." He's yeah. He's like, "Look, if he you was, sleep with me, I'll make you the first female action star." And she bought it. And now she's got to hold on to that. Go ahead. He, he said, "This is my first ever BJ," and she was like, "Yes." She, she went both. right for it. <laughs> I'm I'm the first female voice in conservative podcasting. That's true. Oh, very That's true. true. Very true. And You're the first undercover fed it. that outed herself. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. <laughs> Waffle Salter came in for another hundred dollars. Said, "Salty led me." To all of your channels, truly thankful for that. Cheers. We all really appreciate you a ton, Waffles Alter. Uh, we hey, were talking about Mike, that before the stream too. Microwave Dr Pepper again. He says you didn't have to do that. Thanks though, you didn't either. Thank you. Thank you so much. Goldbud came in with a pretty funny idea here. Says you guys uh, should do a little segment each week where you give Frank two words to pronounce, like Charmin Lane. <laughs> 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 yeah, we got to come up with a good name for that. Like, um, Charmin Lane. Charmin Lane. <laughs> can we come up with two right now? Just, just, just as a thank you to everybody. Like, tough words with Frank. <laughs> look, look. Start typing words in the chat, and I'll, I'll just bring two of them up. Yeah, guys, let's get a couple good ones. Minutes. Oh, this will be great. Yeah. Like uh, a comedian doing crowd work. Like, okay, yo, give me something to talk <laughs> about. Stand up on the spot. Yep. Let's go. What do we got? I know we got a spelling bee on the spot. I'm still waiting. But... Or pronunci- uh, pronunciation bee. We got to have What's some good head? words. You What's know, the, you know the, the special word from uh, Mary Poppins. You know that one, the big long one, right? Can you say that one? Superficial, super frackle or something? Yep, it's superficial, super frackle. That's it. You got it. Superficial, super frackle. <laughs> I think that's it. It's super frackle, fraggle rock. That's here it. Go, you got here it. Go, here we go. We got our first one. Wins- uh, whimsis- whimsical. Whimsical. There we go. <laughs> Um, let's get one more, guys. Or, oh, hold on. There's a lot coming in. Sauberos? Sauberos? Good effort. Saubrios. Saubrios. Salubrious. To be fair, I'm not sure I would have got that one. Salubrious? <laughs> there you go, Tom. I would have said salubrious, but I don't know if that's correct or not. I've never heard that I don't that know word. either. I'm asking. I'm saying it with an up inflection. Are you guys just making up words over here? <laughs> like women's would be rights and other nice. words that people make yeah, up. Seriously. You know? <laughs> Did we have any more super chats we need to thank for? A... Uh, a Gregorius? A Gregorius. He just said it. He just said a Gregorius. It's egregious. That's an egregious, egregious. one. You <laughs> and uh, you really and Freebeer from the Freebeer and Hot Wings show both can't pronounce a Gregorius. <laughs> Griner from Gitmo. Poor Gitmo. Yeah. <laughs> Griner. I just liked that one. Yeah, I just wanted you to read it. So. Okay. Did we have any more super chats I need to? Uh, no, 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 we got through the super chats. Yeah. One okay. more to, to take us oh. on. Anti disable man. <laughs> Trans something? <laughs> You're not even trying. You're not even trying. Anti disestablishmentarianism for people listening later. Um, is, it, is that the same thing that Biden said? Was it true that it pressure? True international shot of pressure. Yeah. He said that better than the actual words. <laughs> yeah, it turns out gibberish is actually easier wait, wait, than real you, words. Is, is Frank going to become our resident Biden interpreter? He's like, well, listen, Trina Nash with a pressure meant this. Like, you guys know the thing. You know, you know the thing. You know That's the thing. 
I, honestly, I don't know if I've ever laughed this hard during one of our <laughs> one of our shows. So I really hope you guys appreciate this. We've all my appreciated you sore. guys. My face yeah. hurts. I'm my stomach hurts from laughing so much tonight. Well, we still have 1649 uh, on 1600 of you guys on. We have these every Saturday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. Every Saturday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, except for the Christmas special, which will be at a later time. But 10. all the other, yeah, 10 p.m. Uh, but all the other ones are at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Next week's guest is Lucretia Hughes and Shy Patriot will be joining us for uh, next week's show. So we look forward to that. We will actually have an equal balance of male and female on the show next week. Gross. I don't like it. As long as, Abby doesn't, as long as Abby doesn't have to do more spelunking. We'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're also going to have spelunking be another one of the words <laughs> next week's stream will be brought to you by the word spelunking <laughs> you want to close us out frank well yes i am frank is salty's brother yes i am you did not see yeah you know when, when when salty refers to his uh meth addict homeless brother he's referring to frank i can't talk <laughs> he has trouble with the words guys trouble with the words <laughs> they're hard <laughs> all right well i'm gonna go ahead and get us out of here we appreciate all of you guys that came in to support the stream tonight thank you so much to the salty army and the pubcasters you guys are fantastic individuals who have supported the stream uh tonight and every night that you guys show up i know the pubcasters that show up every night and the salty army that showed up tonight hopefully you guys will return for the next week's stream at 7 p.m we have uh, daily videos throughout the week, clips from these from the live streams that we do. So you'll see some clips of Salty later this week uh, from this stream that we had tonight. Uh, we do appreciate every single one of you guys. Thank you so much for the support. Got over 3,000 over on YouTube on the, uh, on the subscribers uh, for the Last American Pup channel. Thank you so much for that. Uh, you guys have made this a historic night for the channel, and that's because of you guys and you guys believing in what we do here and supporting not only myself, but PJ and Abby with Conspiracy Pill, and of course, uh, America Floats, Tom, and his channels that he has, Sinking Not Sinking channel on YouTube, and his America Floats channels over on Odyssey and Rumble. So you guys have done amazing supporting all of us here in all of our uh, separate ventures that we do. We do appreciate it so much. Thank you for all of the support. And for... If if, if you are new to the channel, make sure that you're subscribed and then go back and watch those old clips on YouTube and everywhere else. We have all those old clips all synced. So they're on the Odyssey channel, even though they each have like a view. They're all on the Rumble channel, even though they each have like a view. But if this is new to you, then go watch that like you should. You have nothing better to do right now. That's right. That's right. And for everyone here tonight, for PJ, Abby and Tom, you guys have a great Great day. I saw somebody put it in there. That's my, that's my outro. <laughs> Thank you so much. And we're going to head out with the uh, outro. Don't forget to tip your uh, waitress and waiters on the way out. We do appreciate all of you guys' support. And we'll see you guys next weekend. Same time, same place, same pub. I'll make sure we leave out enough peanuts and pretzels for everyone. Have a great night, everyone. <laughs>